You guys know I love Gooder sunglasses. I've been wearing them for years. Uh, I've, I've been collecting them basically at this point because, you know, they got all these different styles and they're so affordable. They're 25 bucks a pair. They're, there's no slip, no bounce. They're all polarized. They're, they're fun. You, you know, you have one pair for the beach. You have one pair for riding your bike. You have one pair to maybe go out to a, you know, a, a club. I don't know, a day club. Do you go to day clubs? That doesn't sound like a right thing to do. Uh, hey, they got a new frame, though. This is what I'm here to talk about. The Pop G. Pop art for your face. It's it's fashion. It's fashion on your face, guys. No slip, no bounce, just like all the other types of pairs. But uh, these are cool. Like, I want to I get a pair myself. Like, I, I have too many already, but I, I feel like I need to get these also. Vanguard Visionary, New Wave Renegade, Born to be Envied, Pop Art Prodigy, the mod one out. It sounds like the Pop G is a whole group of styles, so you can get all these different frames within the Pop G family. So that's pretty cool. Check those out, guys. Uh, and, you know, if you need sunglasses, this is the way to go. You don't have to worry about losing them. They're, they're 25 bucks, and, uh, you know, you, you just grab another pair if you need them. But uh, like I said, I've been collecting them because uh, I can't get enough of these Gooder sunglasses. If you want to support our show and try a pair, Gooder is giving Never Not Funny listeners free shipping. You can go to Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Again, that's Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Hey, guys. Jimmy Pardo here to talk to you about PXG. Now, listen, I wore this shirt uh, at a, a golf outing recently. and it, the, the way I described it is that uh, I felt like I wasn't wearing a shirt. That's how comfortable this thing was. PXG makes great golf clubs. We all know that. But what they also do is make great apparel. Uh, it's made with premium materials, technology designed for peak performance. Didn't help my performance, but I looked good. That's the important thing. You want to look good better than, than the way you golf. Is that a thing? PXG has something for everybody. Pants, polos, sweaters, hats, quarter zips, joggers, jackets, dresses, skirts, everything you could want. I loved it. Uh, I've got a second shirt that I can't wait to wear when I go golfing a second time, if my body allows me to. But, you know, I'll tell you what, with these shirts, I might as well just walk around the clubhouse and let people take a look at me and go, look at that stylish-looking guy, but his golf game is on point. Literally, they know. No, it's not. Hey, elevate your style game on and off the course with PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com slash pardo. Use code pardo at checkout and save 10% on all apparel. That is pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo to save 10% on apparel. pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo. PXG. Grip it and wear it. Did you know learning actually makes a sound? It's true. Listen. That's the sound of you learning a new language with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. I love Babbel. I, I feel like I'm a guy. I like playing games. I'm a game guy, so I like that you can play little language games, and it, it, it's, it makes learning fun, and that's what I need because I'm a monkey. So uh, studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, plus all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash pardo. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash pardo, B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash P-A-R-D-O. Rules and restrictions apply. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? 
understands. We're podcasters. He's a host, baby. Keep him coming, big boy. I'm sorry. Broth, you hate broth. That's Flim Flam. This ain't no comedy show. Well, kind of it. I bought hot dogs. Love it. Love it. Love it. My favorite. It's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is Never Not Funny. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Pardo. Hello, indeed. Hello, everybody, indeed. Welcome to the program. Uh, my name is Jimmy Pardo. Don't be fooled by this raspy voice. I, I, I don't know what's... I, I'm a little, I, I don't want to say I'm under the weather, but I do have a, a, a sinus uh, infection of some sort. Oh. Not, not, not uh, contagious. Right. But I have a uh, situation in my nose. And so hmm. the post nasal drip is causing this. But I, uh, I, I saw I saw a doctor uh, over the weekend. I saw a doctor on uh, Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. I saw a doctor on Saturday I saw morning. The doctor. There we go. Um, it's very quiet, right? We had a conversation pre-show about that being quiet. Yeah, and then, then, then somebody was uh, was impatient. and uh... Well, you know what? At some point, we have to start the show. That's true. Um, you know, I know that uh, you want to talk about your weekend off the air. You want to talk about every detail about uh, your steps from your car to here. But there's times for us to start the program. <laughs> right? I mean, we all got an email. We all got a text about your car over the weekend. I, I don't know how to. Re- I, I, I don't know how to respond to those. I don't. I was talking to Oliver. I go. I don't know what I do. Do I go? Oh, that sucks. Or hey, you, uh, talk to you tomorrow. I don't know how to respond to your texts. That's what I'm trying to say. What I do is I send a photo that I saw in Burbank. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I thought Elliot would appreciate this. And I'm not gonna lie to you. I was never more relieved to see somebody <laughs> respond to something because like, okay, so we settled this. So yeah. so that's so so uh, that's been addressed. I, I need to keep doing that because I saw that I took the picture. It was a it was a it was a, a a business in Toluca Lake actually called Yoga Galactica. Yoga Galactica. And the Galactica they stole the Battlestar Galactica font. Okay, so that said, they stole the Battlestar Galactica font. He still decided to go with the Lady Gaga joke. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah. Right? Yo, Yo Gaga Galactica. Well, yeah, I know. What am I, I could I could say nothing, which I know is your preference. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I look. I'm not going to just do Matt's joke, which is look at this thing. That's you could go. You, you, but you, you could, could add to you, it. You could go. Oh, does Lauren Green own that? Like that's fun. Lauren, was Lauren Green on Battlestar Galactica? Yeah, he was the, ori- the original one. Yeah, see, that's fun. To get a Ber- Kirk, what did you say, Benedict? Well, that's why when he said uh, it, would, it would only be better if Lady Gaga owned it, and I said, or Dirk Benedict, bringing it back to the actual joke. Going back to the joke. <laughs> I've never been more confused in my life. I, I almost, and this is where we responded, I almost punched Oliver in the face. <laughs> oh, no. That doesn't seem fair to oh, Oliver. Oh, it wasn't fair at all to him. No. Well, you were already on edge not knowing how to respond to the initial text. I don't, yeah. know, I don't know how to respond to every update about this car. I mean, I don't, I, I don't, I really I don't have to. I don't have to. I can stop. Uh, great. Okay. <laughs> great. Done. Done. Here, here's, can I tell you something? Because you're not, you're not going to believe how I'm going to circle this around where you're going to believe, you can't believe I'm going to say something positive. Yeah. That's conversation. That's nice conversation. I, that's like, that. you know what that is to me? And, and I think Matt would agree with me. I don't know what uh, Michigan Dick Wad will think. <laughs> but to me, that's, uh, Jesus Christ, guess what's going on with my car now? And then you tell us, then we then we talk about it for three minutes, then it's over, as opposed to getting a, you get a text, you go, oh shit, what's going on? And it's that. <laughs> well, I mean, it here's the, the non-business thread, I'll say. It that. wasn't the non-business thread. And- yeah, but the non-business thread is for Garen to say, COVID's still active. <laughs> that's what that's for. <laughs> my, my thing is, I'm at the point in the, 
still not having resolved the car process. Yeah. But I'm not sure what I can say on air. Which no one can believe. No. By the way, I'm not suggesting just on air. I'm yeah. saying just even in life, in, 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 life, the, room. Just in the, the room, just in the room. All right, fair enough. I yeah. think I, to me that's to me, and, and again, as friends, yeah. that's conversation. And and I I recognize so as a text, but a text all of a sudden brings some urgency and some weight to it that I, I don't know how to deal with it other than going. Jesus, that sucks, dude. Yeah, you're you're not asking for our opinion, or you don't need a response from us. I, you're just kind of venting. I'm kind of venting. You're and, venting, and, and it's fine. So, all right. So that said, knowing that you're just venting, uh, if I send a photograph of, uh, and hear me out, it might just be a picture of. Uh, I can't pull a character actor name at the moment that I I so badly wanted that uh, Dean Wormer from Animal House. What the hell's that guy? John Vernon. Uh, okay. If I said you photograph for John Vernon, that's fine. Yeah, good. Probably I win. Yeah, I win. How the fuck do I win? Well, you always win. No, I don't. No, there's there's there is literally zero evidence of me being a winner. <laughs> Uh, zero. There's not zero evidence. You've, you've been you've been winning more at trivia lately. I have a very successful podcast. Yeah. yeah. Hey, speaking of which, and I, yeah. I I'm going to blow up this guy's spot. I don't know his name, but I, here's what happens. Okay. So uh, I get a, a text from a guy, and, and, and I hope the guy sees the humor in this uh, that is uh, that is coming uh, everyone's way. <laughs> um, okay. uh, so I uh, let's say it's let's say Saturday morning. Uh, I get a text, or I'm sorry, an email at fanclubatjimmyparto.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, by the way, Players Club uh, people, which is not what we call it anymore, Platinum Club people, yeah. uh, what we discussed on uh, the last episode of uh, Fantasy Baseball, we're, we're good to go. Send your emails. You're all set. You'll know what I mean by that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I get an email and it says, uh, the subject line is shout out. Okay, very nice. All right. So t- I open up that email and it says, um, Hey, Jimmy, uh, uh, Kevin, I'm paraphrasing. Kevin Smith is on Tom Segura's podcast, and he gives you a shout-out uh, between uh, 45 uh, minutes and 30 seconds and 46 minutes, but whatever that is. Okay. Oh, boy. So I go, to, I go to listen to it. Like, you know what? I could use a little ego boost, you know, a little, <laughs> little stroke here, uh-huh. right? I can get a nice, uh, feel good about myself. And so I go, and, I, uh, and, he, and, and he's telling a story, about, and I'm badly paraphrasing this, Kevin Smith's telling a story about Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan asking for advice on should he use a sexual device, should he have an advertiser that's a sexual device or something. Mm-hmm. And his recommendation was, yeah, we do. You're a comedian. Make it funny. Who cares? Mm-hmm. He goes, and of course, now he's a gazillionaire, and um, I can barely pay my bills, whatever the fuck his joke is. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, you know, and then Segura says something like, and you were in early. He goes, I was in early. He goes, the only people that were doing a podcast were, you know, like Adam Curry, and I was in before Corolla. Uh, Ricky Gervais wasn't even a podcast. It was a radio show. They made it into a podcast, and uh, and that was it. And then Segura goes, and what about Mark Maron? And, and Mark, you know, Mark Maron, and, but that was it. And I was in early. And then here comes Joe Rogan and Conan and blah, blah, blah. So I was like, okay. Did I... I, I, I don't think I heard my name at all in there. Mm-hmm. I did. I, 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 so this guy literally just, like, punked you. So I, I so I listen to it again. <laughs> no change. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I write the guy. I write back, which I very you know I, I'm behind on my emails, but I wrote this guy. I go, do you, do you know what my name is? <laughs> because I didn't hear it, and he wrote back exactly. Uh, here's another example of people not giving you the credit you deserve. Blah blah blah. But, but still, why do I need to get punched in the fucking face on this? <laughs> That's brutal. Don't need what confirmation. 
Somebody's taking the uh, the free. Uh, oh, yeah. we missed out. I was I was actually thinking about taking it home because it was it's in good shape. Yeah, there's a uh, in the kitchen today. There was a uh, little file cabinet with uh, two drawers and then maybe uh, like the, a nice wood one. Like a nice wood one. Yeah. It, it looked like a like a high end IKEA version of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, you know, how can we bring it into the studio? There's literally no room for it in here, yeah. uh, which which truly just ruined my day to be honest with you because anytime you can get a free file cabinet i'm in you can't yeah you can't pass up furniture when you say um, i guess if we got rid of the air purifier you could you could have gone under the table yeah but if we had it there that's weird right it's weird and what did we do with the air purifier well no we need the air purifier I like you know co- you know we get the covid police <laughs> yeah. on you know learning us that covid's still alive and uh, thriving you're talking about Angeles. michigan dickwad yeah Aaron <laughs> <laughs> said something by the way i'm way behind on how to survive with daniel and christine um, uh, it's the episode uh, with the uh, dude where's my Phil Stark the guy that uh, wrote dude where's my car mm-hmm. uh, Garen says like funny on that episode and uh, right. I don't remember what it was or else I would share it well, thank you for protecting the spoiler <laughs> um, my wife made me laugh very hard uh, as did Christine they were talking about uh, um, how to make a car cool and Daniel goes you know you give it a vape <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> then uh, Christine uh, yes and did that with a sentence that was very funny and then Garen may have just uh, may, may have added something. It was very, it was very funny. It was a nice little uh, boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. And then I'll go the lights. Uh, <laughs> anyway, what happened in the middle of me telling that story about getting that email was we heard the rolling of that file cabinet mm-hmm. on the tile out in the hallway, meaning somebody is now the proud owner of that brand new yeah, file cabinet. Yeah, we missed out. We, we had our shot and we... You should have taken it home. I, I wasn't that uh, excited about the idea. So I guess if it had still been there like... Uh, when the show's over or even Thursday, maybe I would have gone, all right, but let's be still honest, here, I'll take it. That's, that's minimum $125. Yeah. I so, don't know if it would have fit in my car. Oh, you could fit that in your car, no question about it. Why, do you have something in your car? You got a beanbag in the back? I've got a dead rhinos, rhinoceros in the back of the car. Jesus Christ, why do you have uh, that? It's taking uh, up too much space. I, I, wait Hang a on. minute. <laughs> there you go. there I don't like it. It may be going back to the kitchen. <laughs> it, it, it didn't fit in the space. <laughs> go. Okay, we're going to have to send Garen on assignment. All right. Uh, uh, I'll be out there when the guest gets here. So get, you I'll know what? You. You're going to be back. You're going to be out there right fucking now. When you're <laughs> out there. But you don't tell us when you go on errands. I was trying to just make it all we one, tell one you. quick trip. We're sending the boy. <laughs> what? It, do you have like a, a tenth of a gallon of gas in the tank and that's all you've got left? You, you can't you spare the energy to get up twice energy. in one episode? I've only had two sips of the Celsius. It's not, it hasn't kicked in yet. Well, okay, give yourself a third sip and yeah. then go check out the file cabinet. Kick that thing down. And, and if, it's, if it's there, at least roll it in here so that Mac can think about it. <laughs> so w- Because if, if it's there, we want it in here so you can give us some would that, thought. Would that, you, would that make you feel as good as if we had found a place for it here? You taking it home? Yeah. I feel real good about it. You just need us. Someone needs to get this thing because it looks. It, it's a good looking file cabinet. Yeah, it is it's, nice, and it still had the uh, what is it called the the des- decadence des- decadence. What do they call the little packs that that uh, absorb all of the moisture? The salt thing. Oh, the saline packs or whatever. Well, the opposite of saline. Yeah. Saline would be liquid, but there it's got anti saline. <laughs> what's the word? You think of the song by Christopher Cross, saline. <laughs> Takes me away. Wait, it had those in there? Yeah, yeah. it did. Yeah, right in the drawer. Mm-hmm. That's wild. It's almost yeah. like somebody built it and then went, no, it doesn't fit. It is there. Yeah, come on. Get, 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 bring it in here. But now they're going to hear it rolling. No, <laughs> they're going to roll. Let's roll. Part, yeah, let's, <laughs> yeah, let's fly, like Flight 93 this yeah, thing. Sure. <laughs> bring it in. I will say that, Matt, when, when you looked at it and you were kind of interested and then you came out and you didn't have it with you, I was like, that's going to be gone. But yeah, I wasn't thinking of it that way. I was just kind of like. Yeah, you I could was, fit this in your car. I was going to let fate decide. I think fate did decide. Yeah. As did, here it comes. See, this is... 
that's a good piece of furniture. That's nice. You got to lock lock that thing up too. Mm-hmm. Sure. Put your porn in there so your kids don't find it. You know what we should have done? What's that? Left it in the kitchen, but <laughs> locked the cabinet and taken the key. <laughs> so then whoever takes it, like, well, I can't use this now. Just uh, all right. So here's the uh, you open that up, and then. Uh, Wait, is what? is the key in there? I don't. Wait, first of all, I don't see the key. I also don't see. Uh, Look in drawer two. Look in drawer two. Yeah, here it is. No, it's you know what? It's literally a salt packet. Is it a salt uh, packet? It is not the. It oh, is not the thing you but thought. It, looked, it looks exactly like one of those yeah. things. Well, then that cha- that completely changes well, the yeah, equation. Vacuumed out, Matt, before you bring it home. Oh no. See, I'm liking this less and less. That's pretty nice. Is the key there? Because um, the key was wasn't it there before, Elliot? No, I don't remember seeing it. Oh, I thought you saw the key. No, no, I saw that it had a lock. Yeah. No key. But it rolls. Okay. Yeah, definitely you rolls. Take, put it back in the kitchen. It's got a nice roll. Smooth. What are we doing with that thing? Ignoring me, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have my headphones on. What did you say? I was letting say? it sit there because I, I thought it was funny to let it sit there. I, liked, I, I don't know what he said. He said it's got a nice roll to it. And then he said, when no one responded, he just said smooth. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was funny, and I thought it was added to the humor of it for no one to, to, for people to act like he didn't even talk. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, I did that unintentionally. I did yeah. not hear him talk. So you want to keep that? You want to bring? You want? You want the boy to bring? I'll back tell you what kitchen? I don't want is you pressuring me. I'm asking a question. <laughs> I think we. I think we. Let's see if the guest wants it. <laughs> She's a television star. She yeah, might need a. She might, she might need a. She's, she writes scripts. Maybe she needs a place to put those scripts. Yeah. Maybe our new thing is that every guest that comes in, we get a piece of furniture. <laughs> it's not a bad idea. You we do we, have a lot. You know what we did fuck up on, admittedly, as a uh, as a show, is a a, a a fan offered to make us a table. Uh, oh, that's oh, right. Yeah. With our logo in it and everything. It said, mm-hmm. well, uh, but I, I won't have it done till November. And we all we were like, no, nope. we like then go fuck yourself. Yeah, well, <laughs> we got to have it sooner than that. Didn't 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 that all happen though? Like just before the pandemic started, and then or was it when was it? It was earlier this year. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then he said I could have it by no. Yeah, it didn't happen in 2019, but I can't get it to you until November of 2022. <laughs> it happened this year. Well, but that would make it would make some difference because we weren't going to be in the studio. So and, what happened? Okay, it happened this year. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I, I forgot. Lord, he still wants to litigate this just on the. I know. In, in the alternate reality where it did this happen gentleman wrote us this year because we had a conversation okay. about replacing this table. Yes, and he did. said I could build you guys a table, but I won't be I won't be able to get it uh, done and, t- and I can deliver it in November. And we were like, we got because like, we were gonna we were gonna get a new yeah we were gonna do it and we didn't want to wait yeah and then we didn't do it I'm you not part looked. of this conversation you went and looked yeah I went and looked yes you are part of this conversation no but the look on your face is why are you speaking I guess that is what I'm getting at yeah <laughs> okay well then then I'm out I, I guess what I'm and for that reason <laughs> I'm out here, here's what I here's what I'm trying to do I'm trying to explain it to you for the fourth time but you've interrupted me fifteen times and I can't explain it if you keep I'm out. I, I feel like basically this show is not going to survive another year unless we make it so that you guys can't make eye contact anymore. I think that is destroying everything right now. What's destroying everything right now is your inability to make a decision about this file cabinet. That's what's got me on edge. Could I, nah, I can't go over here. No, it's too big There's over no there. For that. It's not going to fly over there. And I can't go over here because it'd be too tall. Yeah. Wouldn't like it over here. Is, then, it, is it too tall to fit under the table? That that was the thing. I else. think it slides perfectly under the table. I wheel it over here and see. Let's get the boy. Come on, Gary. Up and I, up and I roll. I don't think it's going to fit. You don't think so? It looks a little too tall from where I'm sitting. It looks to tell. me. Oh, no. I, you know what? I didn't see that uh, that bar. There's I was that, I was thinking yeah. of this. Yeah, there's no way. Nah. 
You'd have to take the wheels off. Just misses. Then I'm out. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right, you want it back to the kitchen? No, I want to hold that over for a little while. Yeah, hang on. I think. I think. Oh no. Oh, no. Now I really don't want it. Wish I could dick while I just broke it. <laughs> you said it was. You said it was smooth, Garen. Yeah. What happened? That was. That was anything but smooth. That wasn't Rob Thomas. Guess I was wrong, guys. <laughs> Get that, Garrett Cockrell. Smooth from the kitchen. It's just like when you take it home from the store, something goes wrong with it. Well, maybe so. it's better on the, the tile than it is on the carpet here. Well, bottom line, Kevin Smith didn't mention me. <laughs> didn't mention Never Not Funny. Not me. Didn't mention Never Not Funny. Yeah. And I uh, mean, it doesn't surprise me that he doesn't know us. Oh, I think you. he knows us. I mean, he's not. You're not. Your show, you and and the, our show, is not on his mind. Is what I'm saying. Um. I think we're in different worlds. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you on that. Um, he didn't mention Doug Benson either, and Doug's been—he's been on Doug's podcast. Doug has been around just a little bit shorter than us. I think he started six months after yeah. us. Yeah. So, uh, and Ackerman, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, these are you know these are the folks that were there, um, and maybe you know I forget who he, exactly who he mentioned. He may have mentioned everybody but me. Mm-hmm. He may have mentioned two hundred podcasts. <laughs> um, but what I do know is that I did not need to uh, get that email. That that's yeah. the part I did. I, I know. And that guy thought he was doing something nice. Like he thought he was being uh, supportive. Yeah, or maybe also a little funny. But yeah, uh, he doesn't realize that words hurt. I can tell you, my wife did not care for it. She did not uh, care for the email. She did not like the email. Yeah. She did not. Uh, uh, she said, "Who would what a dick? Who would do that?" Yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know. She goes, "Well, you better talk about this on the air." And I had not planned on doing that, to be honest with you. Oh, really? Yeah, I figured the email exchange was enough. So this is on Danielle. So if this guy now has a, a vendetta about you bringing this up, the emailer. But but he started it. I know, but he might go. How dare they embarrass me like this? He, no, no, nobody knows who it is. <laughs> yeah, no, but he's nobody still. Nobody knows that it's Rob. He's still Benton. feeling the flush on his cheek. Oh, there he, by the way, of, of he, in the same way that I did going, oh, that'll be nice to hear. Uh, All right. Well, tit for tat. Then. Tit for fucking tat. <laughs> Elliot, put your face in the drawer. The new file cabinet. I want to see how it fits. I know. It doesn't make sense. Nothing by the way, I, I had a, I had a celebrity <gasps> sighting, but I, I don't know if we should save it until the guest arrives. No, I'd like to hear it now. Okay. Can I tell you this though? I'm going to uh, two two things. Sounds like more furniture is being moved. Gary, Gary, if there's any furniture in there, including refrigerators, bring them in here. Okay. <laughs> um, we now, what is that? Now, that what, sounds like a chair. That sounds like a chair of some sort. It sounds like they took that to the trash. But is it a high-end chair? <laughs> it sounded smooth. Let me it ask, did sound smooth. Let me ask you this, Garen, and I'm very serious. Do you have X-ray vision? <laughs> I didn't want you to find out this way. Really? Because... Well, now they got a microphone stand. They're moving around. (laughs) And hubcaps. Is there a rival podcast moving in? Uh, It could be Kevin Smith. Oh, God. Then he'll know about us. He's on to us. We were, very quickly before your uh, celebrity sighting, Mm -hmm. we were um, in the Valley over the weekend, and uh, we went uh, to uh, Ventura Boulevard. We went to uh, sponsor of the show, Warby Parker. Both Danielle and I had to have some glasses adjusted. Mm -hmm. Um, You understand what I mean by that? They come in with a little tiny screwdriver and uh, tweak it around. They, so that they, it's, they, it's they also melt it. They put some heat on it and they melt oh, it. Oh, I love the sound of that. Because my uh, ears aren't the exact same height. So every time I put on sunglasses, they they tend to be a little crooked. Bring them over to the Parker. You think they'll do? Will they work on third party uh, goggles? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think what you do is uh, you look to say you, you play a game. Hey, I'm looking to get some new ones. Hey, yeah. sit some here. Is there any way you guys can adjust these? Yeah. And then you then you run. Right. Um, <laughs> can I borrow that heat gun for a second? <laughs> I'm out of here. Yeah. See you later. What is it though? Is it just like one of those? Uh, like it looks like a hair dryer, but it doesn't blow. Yeah. But it's very, but it's like but, but, but it's kind of on a shelf. Like you don't see it really. Mm. Um. 
anyway, the guy did a nice job in my glasses of everybody. But as it was happening, uh, by the way, it's twofold. And we're going to get to the celebrity there because the reason I, I'm, I'm building up to this. Uh, so I'm at the Danielle got hers adjusted. Oliver's is is the count. The counter has room for about three people mm-hmm. to be standing at it. And it's like, who's next? And uh, mm-hmm. then, you know, uh, oh, Danielle is OK. And 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 we were put down for Danielle plus and two people. Yeah. So we're there. Danielle went first getting adjustment. Uh, Oliver, me, Oliver, Danielle, me getting adjusted. And then Danielle's finished. Goes, OK. And then the guy goes, OK, sir, you need to uh, I do. He's like, okay. And then as just seconds as he's starting to do my adjustment, some guy comes in and stands so close that I'm not kidding. If I backed up, he'd be fucking me. <laughs> like if I just went like, uh, like, oh, I'm too close to the counter and just literally an inch. Slight shuffle back. And so, but so he gets that close and the guy behind the counter recognizes like, this guy's way too close. And he goes, uh, sir, I'm with the customer. I'll be right with you. He goes, okay. <laughs> and just stands there mm-hmm. and he goes I'll be right with you sir we're, we're, like he's trying to help yeah. and the guy goes oh, okay and he moves a half a step back wow. but he's still fucking hovering and he's getting impatient <laughs> and he's there and he's hovering he by the way it's nowhere near close to his turn right he hasn't signed up he hasn't yeah. done anything and he's just hovering and hovering and then he just goes oh, fuck this and then leaves oh so all he managed to do for about eight minutes was make me very tense yeah and because so anyway he uh, Dan, he finally leaves and danielle says something the guy like acknowledges how weird it was and i said or maybe i can grow a spine and just turn to the guy and go hey could you back up a little bit but i can't hmm. because i don't want to be thrown into a, a wall full of glasses you know what i mean like i don't uh i don't think that would happen but it really the guy said fuck this for when nothing it, it, had, nothing but you've said fuck this and thrown shoes in the air and you didn't you weren't ready to fight <laughs> Oh, I was ready to fight that day. <laughs> I was ready to fight that day, sir. Uh, all right, so we leave Warby Parker. Yeah. Everything, uh, adjustments are done. We're leaving Warby Parker. And on Ventura Boulevard, we see a celebrity. Oh, good. And I can't tell you for the life of me who it is. Oh, shit. And, but he is, I thought it was one of the Sarsgaards. And then I looked up all the Sarsgaards. Mm-hmm. Not a Sarsgaard. Was it a Skarsgård? What do they look like? <laughs> there is a Skarsgård too, right? Yeah, Stellan Skarsgård. What does he look like? Aaron, can you pull that up? Pull that up? He looks uh, like a guy from Norway. Or Is he three. amazingly handsome? Mm, no. This guy was handsome. Uh-huh. And Danielle, we were both even like, Danielle was like, that is that? And I, we just couldn't pull the name. Stellan Skarsgård is older. He's probably 60. Oh, this guy is, I, I would put him at 50. Here are the two Skarsgårds. We got two Skarsgårds. So there's a son. Is it Peter Skarsgård? There's four Sarsgaard. Or is it Peter Sarsgaard? It's Alexander Sarsgaard is one. Oh wow, yeah, yeah, that guy. So yeah, on the right, that's Stellan. That's yeah, there's. Stellan. It was neither of those guys. Darn it! I will not. I, I mean, I will never know who this was. Shit. I should have said I enjoy your work. What's your name? And then <laughs> just been that guy. Make him uncomfortable. All right. So all that said, yeah. I, I my celebrity sighting is a failure. Yeah. You were at your soccer thing. No. By the way, you got a soccer thing tomorrow again, right? Mm-hmm. Are you guys, uh, I know that you were in some sort of a tent on Friday mm-hmm. um, where I saw the entire, I don't think Zoe attended. She was there. She also went. Yeah. She she wasn't going to come with us. And then we got there and uh, a friend of hers from school was there. And so Elise texted her and said, hey, so-and-so's here. And she was like, okay, I will come. So she just walked over. She walked over. Was that close to the house? Yeah. I mean, it's like a mile away. I see. 
I don't know. I, 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 I'm not allowed within two miles of the house, so I don't know <laughs> what restaurant. Well, you're just at. imagine the 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 perimeter that you're allowed to be on. It was probably one mile from that. It was it one was, mile in. You are not allowed two miles. Um, the um, they they tied. They did. It was a draw, but I felt really good about it. I know some people uh, aren't as positive because it didn't really change the situation for tomorrow, but. To, I, I, we played very well against a very good team, and that's always you, you exciting. were expecting to lose. I, I was brace, I was, I was guarding my emotions for a, a lot. England beat Iran six to two a few days before right. that, and Iran's, you know, not, well, I mean, you guys, speaking of Iran, you better, you better hope you're not suspended, buddy, <laughs> with the way that you and your ilk have desecrated their flag. Yeah. Is there any, I, I only saw a headline. Is, that, there, any, is that, there anything real to this? I'm, I'm making light basically of like whoever runs the social media for the, for U.S. soccer t- t- tweeted something out that had the group and the Iranian flag has some uh, Arabic uh, stuff in the middle of it. Otherwise, it kind of just looks like I think the Italian flag or the Mexican flag. Very similar. Yeah, um, I forget which one of those two other countries. I apologize, but so anyway, they made it end up looking like another country's flag a little bit, and. Um, and but at the same time i will say like it was a small graphic so the like the u.s flag didn't have 50 stars on it you know it had like right. probably seven or something right Repres- it represented what was happening so they could have just said oops we were just trying to make a simplified version of it but instead they were like we did this in support of the women of iran and meanwhile the coach didn't know about it like no one else had been consulted it was just like some social media guy i think did it i mean i'm, I'm all for supporting the the protests in iran and it's just an it was an odd unnecessary like dust up over a, a thing that you know they're, they're trying to focus on playing a soccer game you right know? now they got to deal with this because some, yeah. some nerd in a, an apartment somewhere <laughs> right um, so the coach got asked about it and you know obviously the iranian government was like this is uh, offensive and the, and the u.s should be should be kicked out of the world cup for it and like all right calm down <laughs> well i don't disagree with any of that uh, yes elliot so the only reason why I learned anything about this is mm-hmm. because on r slash vexillology, which is the flag one, mm-hmm. they also posted about it. So it comes up in my Reddit. Okay. Uh, what emails. did they say? So Dude, wait, hang on, hang on. Slow down. You're on a Reddit fl- flag thing? You're on a yeah. flag Reddit? I've talked about this don't before. Don't say yeah. I've talked like about it before twice. I don't hear a word you say. <laughs> oh, well, that, that except makes it's sense. about that fucking car of yours. <laughs> It's, yeah. it's, it's, yeah, yeah. all right. So you're on a Reddit flag thread. Yeah. He talked group. about it because they were, they were trying to come up with a new, was it the California flag or Los L- Angeles, Los Angeles yeah. County flag? Yeah. Los, okay. City of Los Angeles. Oh, city. Okay. Um, all right, anything new on that front? No, not really. <laughs> um, so, so apparently the protesters are using that flag. Right. So that, and that I, in the thread I was reading in the U S soccer, there, there were Iranian people who were like, we, we appreciate this. Thank right. you for supporting. Cause apparently the Arabic in the middle is like, basically just like the, that's, that's the oppressive government's language. Like the people of Iran don't even speak Arabic. They're like, you know, they we don't like that. Persian. Yeah. Is there anything about freak flags on that thread? <laughs> we <laughs> got to let them fly. fly. Yeah. <laughs> just asking. <laughs> All right, so but I didn't know that they were that the protester was using it too. So it, there was yeah. logic to it. Beyond. There was logic. It to was it. not like the U.S. Uh, social media guy was just like, "I'm going to come up with my own Photoshop." And then the statement that was part of the story that I read that they linked to was basically like USSF. Is that the right organization? Yeah, soccer, the U.S. Soccer Federation. Um, they basically said, "We're not going to talk about who who talked to whom. This is this is what happened. This yeah. is and we we stand behind." Did it. they say anything about who's zooming home? 
Uh, they, they, oh, I wanted they did to take another look. Yeah. But they good. did not. <laughs> right. All right. So back to soccer, uh, yeah. for a split second. Uh, <laughs> I don't follow it. Yeah. Uh, I saw that there was no room at the end. I, I, I remember at one point I was invited to go to the tent. Mm-hmm. Apparently there wasn't because the uh, people, your, uh, your mom and, uh, uh, her husband flew in to, to <laughs> sit to, at a table. Just to be, just to go to that. Yeah. Uh, just to take a seat away from me. Mm-hmm. I wasn't allowed to be anywhere near it. None of this uh, is true. You were invited. Uh, you know what? But I, here's what here's what happened. It, 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 I'm going to equate it to the time that I bought the very first time I bought my C, I, I bought a CD player, mm-hmm. and Paul Boyev was with me, and we bought it together. He, like he was with me, and then he goes, "All right, let's go home and and, and play it." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "I go, you know what? I think I'd, I'm going to drop you off. I think I'd rather just yeah. be in." So I that's kind of how I felt with the soccer. Like I got yeah. up that morning and I was like, this isn't your thing. Right. And you're not, it's uh, weird to watch a thing that a, a, a group of people are crazy invested in when you aren't, well, like, that's you it. might get caught up in it. If it's the final. Yeah. That's like the world series or the super sure, bowl. Sure, yeah. So that's a different story. Yeah. But it, at this stage, I yeah. feel like, uh, yeah, you know, a stolen valor. Like it's not your place. <laughs> it's not my place. I mean, that's sincerely. <laughs> I get, like, I get so, so it was always in a weird way. It was out of respect. Yeah. But I then I see your fucking kids are there. I, uh, Doug, Doug is there. Yeah. Doug doesn't give a shit. Your friend Carlos Alas Rocky was there. You could have talked to him. He's there. The Taco Bell dog is there. <laughs> Speaking of uh, tacos, uh, what? I don't know. It was a horrible segue. Rachel Bloom has just walked in. Uh, hi, Rachel. Hi. It's nice to see you. Nice now, Ra- see Rachel, completely off topic, and we're gonna we're, let's get and we'll get Should back I get to this. On the mic? You're on mic. There's a mic over um, there. Oh, I sit here. Sit comfortably there for the just time being. This is- you know what? Maybe that table is good there because then they can put their drinks on it. Yeah, but it looks, it's re- It's crazy in the no, way. It's, it's, should it's, I put the, if you want to, let's see how it handles itself. That's not a bad <laughs> idea, Rachel. Rachel, we, we just wheeled this in from the kitchen because it was take, a free so, thing. Just take a look. It says free take me. And uh, now here's the thing. You could take that if you like. <laughs> <laughs> that We, we, we haven't decided. We just took it, it out. Take so a, that take nobody else would. <laughs> so go yeah, Open up those drawers. Take a look at that. You're going to have to vacuum it. <laughs> Which just the, when you said that, I couldn't see what you were referring to, but the idea of having to do that grossed me out. There's a keyhole. There's no key. Right. There's no key. That's why it says free take me. Yeah. You know what? We could also send the boy uh, office to office and say, hey, we're going to take that. Where's the key? Yeah. And make it really uncomfortable. I think I'm going to pass, but honestly, it's close. (laughs) It is close, right? I like that you did a little ASMR on it, though. Just a little. But you you heard what she said. That should be that in your uh, yeah. in in yeah. uh, your favor of taking it. It's close. Yeah. Because uh, it's a nice piece. I've started watching. I really like ASMR, and I've started watching those YouTube the YouTube things. And there's yeah. always a preview. Yeah. You know before. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's porn. It is porn. in a way. <laughs> yeah. Without. The I like sex the part. Russian lady. The Russian lady is my favorite. Oh, I don't know that one. I, I assume she's Russian. I could be. She is. Yeah. Um, there is a fan of ours who listens to this program. Uh, I think it's Maddie Maddie Tingles, I believe is his okay. name on there. Uh, but here's my thing: a dude doing it doesn't. I, I get no ASMR from a dude. Yeah, as a lady, what do you think of a dude doing it? Yeah, ASMR? I don't. I do. This is why it feels like porn because I look up ASMR porn. No talking. <laughs> 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 yeah, I like to see uh, someone getting getting railed by. Yes. What is it by by like phloem with someone with long nails? Um, right. Then your your head just starts tingling. It's wonderful. Um, I I have to look up like no talking. That's what feels porny about yeah. it. Yeah. Feels like pretty woman like no kissing, no talking. <laughs> the other thing that feels porn is because I have a kid now is looking up um, episodes of Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood where you're like Daniel Tiger learns about vegetables. 
you're not looking up episode titles, you're looking up scenarios. Oh, That's sure. what feels like porn about right, it, where it's like Daniel Tiger angry. <laughs> Daniel Tiger uh, Daniel Tiger goes goes to farm, loses shoe. Yeah. It feels like those really specific right. search tor- like like woman stuck in mud. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a specific it's like a specific it's also very O C D. Like having a toddler's very like she's like, You you sit there Stomp, stomp three times. No, 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 you sit there. It's, um, if I'm, I'm in an abusive I, I, relationship. I, I don't know your child. Is your child Asian? <laughs> that was my impression of my toddler. Yeah, you have to know it sounded uh, Vietnamese. No, 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 my toddler's like, no, you sit yeah, you, you, <laughs> you're not gonna win that one. You, you, if when you listen to this back, oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, you're you're gonna get canceled. This is all I need. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, this is you're done. You are done. I would not if I I wouldn't go to Koreatown. I'll oh, tell you that. Jesus Christ! I wouldn't. Just telling you. Yeah. Um, now my son is 15 years old. Your kids are uh, older. I don't know this Danny Tiger. It's a it's, oh, yeah. it's a it's a reimagining of the the Tony Mr. Rod, no remember Mr. Rogers had oh it's Daniel the little uh, yeah, yeah. Daniel the Tiger but it's, but like it's animated na- but it's his neighborhood yeah Daniel oh. Tiger's neighborhood oh I see so is, so is King Friday still involved and uh, very still involved so Lady Elaine Fairchild so it's very no so it's very weird so King Friday is involved uh, it's a little neighborhood but there is a king and a queen and princes so they live in some sort of kind of small constitutional monarchy and it's un- <laughs> but it's unclear i'm assuming constitutional it mm-hmm. could just be a monarchy but it's unclear how how far king friday's like reign is so like okay are we living is daniel tiger's neighborhood in the world where like you know you'd have a king over every neighborhood where it was like i guess was that the time of the serfs right <laughs> where you'd have a king who kind of provided to the peasants and there were a bunch of kings mm. I don't know. It's unclear. I don't know that world uh, uh, at all. So uh, I, I don't believe in royalty. Now you have just the one uh, kid. Yes, and king. I have just the one <laughs> child and just the one king. Charles the third. Charles the third. I think so he's doing 15, a great job so far. So fifteen years. So yes, his thing would have been what SpongeBob. Mm, yeah, he watched that a little bit. Uh, when he was a little boy, what, what? Yo Gabba Gabba was big when our kids were little. Yeah, but, Yo Gabba Gabba was big. But, uh, my kids didn't care about it. Now, Oliver, Oliver kind of didn't and didn't, you know, yeah. like for a second he did. There was like um, the Disney Channel stuff at the time was like uh, Jesse. Oh, well, that, called Jesse? Jesse, but that was for the older Christina kids. Christina Applegate sitcom. <laughs> yes, <laughs> my son at six months loved it. <laughs> loved it. There is a thread on Reddit. In a, in a, whatever that, what are they called? The subreddits or whatever? Yeah. yeah. Daniel Tiger Conspiracy. Oh my God, I'm so <laughs> okay. excited about oh There's a fan theory. Yeah. Daniel Tiger's neighborhood is actually a communist monarchy. Mm. King Friday and the rest of the royal family are hostages of the pro- proletariat. <laughs> they live under the constant threat of getting the Romanov treatment, lest they do anything to cross the party. A communist monarchy? I've never heard huh. of this. I don't, I don't know if that's ever if you're actually existed. Why would you keep the monarchy intact? Right. That guy's got time on his hands. Or a lady. It could be a lady who wrote that. So it was like a bloodless coup. They they, they took over. The... Well, we don't know if it's bloodless. Well, it's no, kind of, Okay, this makes sense because, like, they're king and princes, but otherwise they don't act like monarchy at all. Like, like his son, uh, Prince Tuesday, is like a camp counselor, he's a babysitter. Like, they just have the title. The title's truly a name only. Mm. They, they do everything else. This actually makes, you know what? Let me ask you Who's a follow-up. Maybe it's like the genius. Michael Jackson family, where they're not actually royalty. They just named their... Named, they're, 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 one's named king and one's named prince, and that's just how they named the... the, oh, the yeah. But isn't one blanket? 
There's one well. was blanket. Yeah. Uh, but to follow up, because uh, that's definitely the weirdest thing that um, Michael Jackson. <laughs> oh no, you should you should Google. <laughs> I mean, you're going to discover some other stuff. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, he may not be a great guy. Oh, like quirky pets and stuff. Yeah, he's got oh. he had a monkey at one point. Then there's other shit uh, <laughs> that I don't want to get into. But uh, I do know that whenever his music comes on, I turn it off immediately. Um, Daniel lost his shoe. Tell me more about that. <laughs> Is there any conspiracy about that? Maybe. Uh, all right. Let's. Why don't we do this? Let's take a break. Yeah. When we come back, we got our celebrity sighting. Still, Matt Belknap has a celebrity sighting. Yeah. Uh, Rachel will play the game as far as that goes. Mm-hmm. We got Oliver's trivia question. Uh, but what I wanted to ask you, Matt, about the, the soccer before we go, I, yeah. so we can hang that the phone up on that topic. Yeah. Um, did you? Uh, is it exciting to watch a match mm-hmm. that ends zero zero? I, I was in, in a, in, yeah with a hundred people like a like minded folks. There there were there were exciting moments in okay. within the game, uh, some chances and some some big defensive plays and and things like that. I, I do I do think it was fun. Yes, it was fun to watch with a but, with a large. Okay, group. but then game end, match end. There, there were probably a lot of the people there who thought it wasn't fun. Okay, like if people who don't really care about soccer might have been like, well, that was why were they, nobody they, scored. Why were they there then? <laughs> I don't know. But, uh, just got dragged along. Get out of there. That is for soccer fans only, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> or the kids, maybe some of the kids there were. Not. I had respect for the venue. Yes, I understand. Why didn't these people? <laughs> yeah. um, so my question for this, and then we'll take a break. Yeah. When so it's zero zero, it's mm-hmm. over. Mm-hmm. There were exciting moments throughout the match, mm-hmm. but then it's over, and you're walking to the car, or you're walking home. Yeah. Are you going? Oh, geez, we just nothing happened. Like, no. Well, here's the thing. Their first game, they also tied one one, and I felt depressed about that because we were in the lead and we lost the right. lead, and it tied, and we and we could have beaten wales england i didn't expect to beat so getting the draw even though it didn't really change the math of what has to happen Mm -hmm. in the last game i still felt like you know we played as well as i've seen this team play in a long time and so that was satisfying and it made me feel optimistic for the ability to beat iran and and move on yeah Uh, by the time this episode comes out it'll be over over and everyone listening knows either i'm heartbroken now or i'm so tomorrow uh where are we watching the game i just don't know I kind of want to just watch it, watch it at home. You know what? Email me where not to go. <laughs> I want to. Well, do, I want to make sure I don't show up at the okay. wrong spot. Yeah, uh, well, I don't want to be in the tent and you're at home, and I don't want to be at your house. No one's going to the tent. Tents out. Well, because the the game the game and then the the England Wales game is at the same time, and that that actually matters a little bit. If Wales wins, it matters. So. I, I need to have a second screen, and I don't know if I can count. You want on two second, screens? Yeah, I got. I got to worry um, about second screen. <laughs> all right, now let's be. While some people are thinking, "Well, hey, Rachel's there, and you're being rude," she was early. <laughs> she was early. Was she? I was very early. Yeah. She was early. Yeah. Oh, okay. She's because she did not need to be tested. Oh, right. That's true. So she no test. You show up at noon. Test. Yeah. You show up at eleven forty-five. Yeah. Yeah. She came at eleven forty-eight. That's well, early. Yeah. And that means I have to sit through twelve minutes of World Cup talk. That's exactly. <laughs> that's my punishment for being responsible. Every, everybody oh, else sorry, had to are as well. Going to Qatar? No. Okay. No. <laughs> I'm just gonna go to a tent in Burbank. But here's the thing: uh, Jimmy doesn't want to talk about it either. He's yeah. just being polite, which is which. Th- there's a dynamic at, at play here because he he talks a lot about the White Sox, which no one else cares about. And so now I think he's he's extending an olive branch, which I appreciate. Well, like, they're, they're, first of all, that, that's just so that Rachel understands where she's at. This is the Jimmy Pardo podcast. <laughs> If I, if I want to talk about the White Sox every show, I'm going to talk about the White Sox yeah, every show. Sure. That said, I'm not talking when I when I'm asking you about this. I'm very sincere. I don't give a shit about soccer. I'm asking about the emotions. I'm asking yeah, about yeah, yeah. the feelings and yeah. the environment and the setting. That's yeah. what I'm interested. Yeah, in. yeah. I, I, I hear. And you. And if my friend's happy that his squad won, I felt great about it. We looked good. We what looked were you like rooting for the United, the United States, States of America. America. All right. <laughs> Go Sox. I don't know France or something. This great country. Yeah. Thank you, Gary. My pleasure. We're an underdog. We all just say go socks. I know.
We all heard it. I was desperate for for a spot to do it. Yeah, (laughs) and then you you looked hurt the second you said it. Like you knew you knew at the X it was going to get nothing. (laughs) Hey, by the way, before we go on the how to survive with Danielle and Christine, I I learned today. I'll use this. I'll be this asshole. I was today years old when I found this out that uh, Elon Musk uh, was spelling sex or sexy. With the, oh, yeah. his uh, cars? Yeah, he oh, wanted yeah. Model E, but he couldn't get it, so that's why you have Model 3. Yeah. Ugh. So, uh, I didn't another... Know that. I didn't know that yeah. either. I didn't know it until today when I heard that, and Danielle hadn't noted Christine knew it. Of course, know what the fuck all knows it. <laughs> so it's even better that he couldn't get the E, because then he did it in leet speak, which is really perfect for a guy like yeah, that. Yeah, but if you look at the way the Model 3 uh, icon is, it's just three lines. And I think that's part of the reason why he did that as well. Yeah, he's uh, just another... He's a dick? He's an asshole. <laughs> and we, I mean, I own Tesla stock, but he's still a dick. Yeah, I own Twitter stock, for Christ's sake. I've got... I'm not kidding. I've got $1 million in Twitter stock. No. That's a bad idea. That has lost a lot of money in the last... I should have sold three weeks ago. I don't know. We'll take a break right after this. <laughs> no, we're taking the break now. We'll be back right after this. Guys, Shopify is something that's very, very dear and important to me, and you know that. You know that. And Matt, you're laughing because you know that I don't stop talking about Shopify off the air. It's really, it's it's weird. It's like your new obsession. Like, you used to talk about, you know, Journey and Kiss all the time. Now it's just Shopify this, Shopify that. I know, and I, all I can do is apologize, but I'll tell you why. It's because whether you're selling scented soaps or uh, offering outdoor outfits... The SSS or the OOO, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, which I learned stands for point of sale, not the other thing that I've been saying. <laughs> right. That's a, When you go on and on about Shopify, you, sound, you sounded a little foolish because you were raving about, and then people would say, well, why, why is he talking about POS? Like, what? That's yeah. A, they didn't know either, and you didn't know how to tell them. Uh, well, no, because I was on the wrong side of history on that as well. Yeah. But point of sale is what POS stands for when we're talking Shopify. I'm excited because we've set up our own Shopify account to uh, handle our uh, our perks. You know, we were sending out uh, T-shirts and, and yearbooks to our subscribers, and uh, it's so easy. It's great. I get to, you know, assign roles to different people. Like our, our, our web guy, Jeff, is he's an admin in there now, and I, I just it was so easy to set him up, and then I set up our T-shirt guy. He's got an account in there he can log in he can do what he needs to do to get our shipping done it's awesome um i've been kept out of the loop on that uh because um you're kind <laughs> yeah well, as uh, much as you rave about it you don't want to know about i don't want to know i don't want to know how the sausage is made i just no. want to see the uh the, the results right that's what i want and, and also i don't know if illegally i can get away with this but it's so easy to shopify well, because Come you were on. off key, I think we're legally safe. I think I was on key for the, what I was doing. <laughs> we all knew what it was. Uh, you know, I'm not doing karaoke to a backing track. <laughs> it was on whatever key I was at. Uh, sign up for $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Pardo. That's all lowercase. Shopify.com slash Pardo. Now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com slash Pardo. Shopify, a better way to sell. Uh, listen, this is, you, you know, this, uh, Belknap and, and Hochberg and myself, we love the factor meals. In fact, Garen Cockrell's gotten on board with the factor recently. Yeah, he's into it. I we, mean, who wouldn't like it? And once you try it, you go, Hey, this is good stuff. Once you factor, you can't go back there. Yeah. It's like that old Yo Gabba Gabba song. Try it. You'll like it. I never was on board with Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> And nothing has changed as I've gotten older. Yeah. In the, in the imagine, 16 years since I've watched it, I've not gotten on board. I imagine it do, doesn't age well. It was very of the moment and very. I think it was hipster. very of the pre me. Like, I think it was hipster even prior to me. What? 
like before I had a kid, it, oh, yeah, it, it sure. was prior to Oliver's where I don't, I don't know if it's even still around. I hope not. We don't have time to talk about it. <laughs> what's no, going on. With we're here to talk about factor. Yeah. Although, you know what? Pop a factor into the microwave. Two minutes later, this baby's ready. Uh, you sit down, watch some Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> sure. Enjoy your factor. Yeah. Right. Get in there. Get the wiggles out. That's somebody else. Right. No, that, oh, no that's get them. Get your sillies out. Get your sillies out. Yeah. Wiggles are another kid's thing. Yeah. And those guys, I got no, I got no truck with those guys. Good. Uh, they've got over 35 different meals, more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. Various different, you know, look, if you want chicken, they got chicken. You want a beef thing, they got beef thing. You want to bump up to a to a gourmet meal, they got mm. filet mignon. Mm. They've got, uh, they, they had lobster the other day. Oh, my God. Yeah, they got all this, all sorts of things over that. there. They got delicious things over there. Head to factormeals.com slash pardo50. Use code pardo50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That is code PARDO50 at factormeals.com slash PARDO50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Factor, good food, fast. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program episode. I didn't say it at the top because I got so distracted by my raspy voice. Mm. Uh, so I'm going to have to just take a guess. 3115? Correct. Ah, already a winner. Already a winner. Give me five bucks out of the trivia game. Nah. No? You don't think it so? It doesn't seem fair. It seems like I should get $5. It's a knowable piece of information for you. Not for me. I don't pay attention <laughs> to that. I told you over and over. I don't care for the host. Uh, Rachel Bloom is here, uh, star of Reboot, yeah. which we've talked about on this very program. Uh, just wonderful. Thank you. Just a great show. Really great. It's nothing but funny. But I'll tell you this. As I said to Paul Reiser uh, not four weeks ago, uh, the best moments are uh, between the two of you when you're not being funny. Yeah. yeah. Those are just wonderful mm-hmm. thank it's, you yes it's great i love acting with him and he feels like he could be my dad and a dad that i would scream at <laughs> <laughs> no i don't know your life or your age he could be your father right yeah yeah i'm 30 35 happy birthday thank you so much you're welcome uh <laughs> yeah. so 35 he's 66 yeah so yeah that certainly have it. i'm gonna this is not my business has there been any blood or testing or dna <laughs> is he your father <laughs> i'd be honored i mean look all jews i think are we're all cousins. We're all six cousins. I don't know that. No, he's a Jew. So in a way, you're six. <laughs> so to... all Jewish. So here's what I know. Here's what I know. There was a, a big, one of many genocides. I think about, was it like 800 years ago? There were only 350 Jewish people left in the world because everyone killed all of us. Oh. Because people don't like the Jews. Uh, I don't know if you knew that. Um, <laughs> Again, I've never seen any evidence of it. <laughs> so all, all Jewish people come from those people who were left. So we're all, and we're only, it's like 1% of the, less than 1% of the world population. So we're all kind of related. Just so that I'm clear, so that I understand what you're saying. Yeah. You're less than 1%, yet you run show business? Yeah. <laughs> well, here's the thing. <laughs> it seems like a very small percentage. We should be able to take you people. Um, you, you know, the, the the strength of the blood of Christian babies <laughs> is really, because that's what matzah is made of, you oh, know? I do know that. And all we eat every morning is matzah. <laughs> I see. That's every true. morning we dip our matzah in our coffee, which is also Christian baby blood. Mm-hmm. Um we run Hollywood. It's funny. No, I mean, you know, part of the reason there are so many Jewish people in Hollywood is because it was the only jobs the Jewish people could pursue. Mm-hmm. That's why there there's a history of Jewish people in show business. It's the same thing with money lending. Oh, well, Jews are all bankers. Yeah, because in Europe, Christians weren't allowed to be money lenders. And so and Jewish people Jesus it, got very mad about that. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Did he? Yeah, it was he. He overturned the tables. You know, this is Jesus Christ Superstar has this, but it's based it's on. Right, it's right in the uh, the scene where he, yeah. he flaps the table over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My oh, temple right. will not be a house of part. Oh, okay. You know, I don't know Jesus Christ Superstar. Oh, as well it's as I wonderful. Should. No, it's great. I just don't know it as well know as I this. should. I just sang the wrong song. <laughs> I know that part. Okay. Get out! You gotta get out! And he flips a table. Yeah, yeah. You're really selling it, by the way. I can't, yeah. <laughs> can't wait to go home and watch it. It is. Uh, it's a great scene. Ted Neely. If you watch the film version, Ted Neely nails it. Mm. So Jesus is like, no money lending. I'm done. Uh, he does not care for his uh, uh, temple to be used as a... Uh, yeah, the money... I don't know if he had a general opinion about money lending anywhere want, else. He didn't want it in the temple. Yes. Yeah. So somehow this became part of all Christianity that you couldn't be a money yeah. lender. So the Jews were... Because were, in many parts of Europe, Jews weren't allowed to own land. So mm-hmm. it was like, okay, well, you be money lenders. And then it's like, oh, you dirty Jews, you're loaning money. It's like, that's all you'll let us fucking <laughs> right. do. Like in the pale of the settlement, which is where all of my family's from, I think. The pale of the settlement was the part of the Russian Empire where the Jews were allowed to live. And it's where I think it's where the term beyond the pale comes from. Yeah. The yeah. pale of the settlement were where Jews were allowed to live. They were not allowed to own land. They were not allowed to own certain businesses. They didn't want them to get rich. And so also this idea of Jewish, oh, Jewish people, they don't know how to farm. They weren't allowed to. They weren't allowed to farm. They Mm -hmm. weren't allowed to partake in agriculture. So, yeah, you had to learn how to lend money because eh, these people mm. and by these people, I mean the Nazis. Of course. <laughs> Who, let's, let's, just so we don't. There's good people on both sides. Let's Listen. Just, please, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Please. I don't I don't, I don't want to get the canceled by the Nazis. Listen, please. I'm sure there are some really, really nice Nazis. Yeah. Oh, we got uh, we 30 percent of our listening audience is that. So we do not want to lose that <laughs> fan base. We, we, good we actually luckily cleared them out around 2015, 2016. We, we cleared them out right at uh, maybe in April of 2016. Yeah, maybe they had enough so. of our shit. Yeah, they, they yeah. got they got the hint. Why do they like the lady? Scram. <laughs> but, but you see this clip, Matt? I don't know if you saw this clip, Matt Belknap, but okay. Rachel, you can certainly listen in. Elliot, I'd prefer you stay out of this. All right. And Garen, I'm going to need you to wake up. I don't know what's going on with you today. Um, uh, Jonathan Kane, who is the keyboard player for Journey, yeah. was at Mar-a-Lago over the oh, uh, weekend, and he and his whack job uh, uh, religious wife, Paula something, uh, along with uh, the uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene and some other uh, nut, they all sang Don't Stop Believing and uh, <laughs> and uh, go fuck yourself. Mm. Now I can't go see Journey. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you? Oh, yeah. I already, I already knew he was MAGA, but I don't like that he's uh, singing with these uh, filth. I mean, the, the positive spin on it is that you've seen Journey a few times. I've seen them in the past. So you're yeah. probably all set. My hope is, because he, you know, he and Neil Schoen are fighting over uh, over some financial things with Journey. My hope is that, because I've always hated Jonathan Cain. I, I don't like him. Uh, kick him out. Let's okay. get a new keyboard Who player. Wrote, who's the main writer of Don't Stop Believing? Do they be, all split credit? It's Steve Perry, Neil Schoen, and Jonathan Cain. Okay. So you get... I was going to say, because if it's not, you could be like, well, he didn't write it. Right. I think he wrote a lot. I mean, I, I think he did a lot of the heavy lifting on Escape, I think. I think, because it was his first album, and it sounds different than other Journey albums. So you, you kind of got to give him some credit. Yeah. Hmm. I don't want to, because I don't like him. I never have. <laughs> when I, it just made me think of, like, you think of, like, I don't know, iconically, iconically died young celebrities, and had they lived, which among them would be uh, pro-Trump? <laughs> <laughs> like would old Marilyn Monroe have been super pro-Trump? I think so because yeah. I mean, you, there's a lot of old white people that yes. are pro-Trump just because they're old white people. Right. Yeah. So maybe? Yeah. 
But what about Jim Hendrix? There's no way Jim no. Hendrix. No. Well, you know, I mean, people, famous people are crazy. Yes. Yeah. It's not that I don't think fame makes you crazy. It's that crazy people go into things that make them famous. So, like, who the fuck knows? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, no, I mean, nobody saw Katie, uh, Katy Perry supporting. Uh, uh, that was so random. <laughs> so right, I mean, although we did go to the Grove over the weekend, and you know, he does a nice it's job. Beautiful. That being, he really puts a nice mall. I together. love a small town mall, a small outdoor <laughs> mall with a bunch of overpriced stores that yeah. I have no interest in shopping in, except like, the bookstore. I want to get a pretzel, but I, w- I need to see water spouting out of the ground. <laughs> kind of, where can I go? Although, uh, man, when you have a kid, oh, oh the best, and you right? can go and you can go to yeah. a place that has shops and fountains. I lived near there when my daughter was young, and we would walk. It was great. It's just a time killer. It's yeah. that's what you need. When's the last? time you were there you know what's gone crate in the barrel and you know what's in that space now what apple oh really oh, apple, moved. Ma- moved? apple moved across the uh the, yeah, the I, thing I, so I no one's moved. buying tables hmm. no, no one needs tables but because they have their ipads that you just hold you don't mm. need a table for your macbook anymore but you know what you do need what file cabinet <laughs> <laughs> what's it gonna take to get what? you in this file cabinet Rachel? <laughs> you got room in your car for that These, uh, i do i do I'll, I'll have the boys carry it out for you <laughs> It just doesn't, it doesn't, I like that it's on wheels, though. I'll send the kid around to see if we can find that key. It is very smooth, at least on hard surface floors. Oh, it does roll nicely. Yeah. Oh, Rachel, you're going to be very happy with that. <laughs> I'm pretending that I'm considering it because I'm a people pleaser, but there is no world in which that is going in my car. Oh, I understand that. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, we're, doing, we're doing a bit. Oh, okay. oh, we're doing a bit. Yeah, yeah. But what if you gave it to your assistant? She could use it. She's, a, she's just a dumb kid that just moved to Hollywood. They need everything, every piece of furniture for free. She's like a year younger than I am. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. No, oh, she's got to get her life together then. Uh, she's made some bad decisions. And you know where she it starts. Nice, yeah. you know where starts. It starts with a file cabinet. Right Put some nice papers in there. Just you know what? To do lists in there. I can't, I can't find anything. I'll just be an assistant. Wait a second. Wait a second. <laughs> You know what? She doesn't need to lock anything up. Her life's no, an open book. Exactly. It's all about being positive and open to the world. Good for her. She's a year younger than you. She's a couple years younger. Um, my communications with her have been nice. She's really nice. I thought I was talking to a child, but I now mm-hmm. I know that she's a grown woman. I feel a little sadder about the way I was talking to her, but... <laughs> I would, I would go, doors open like this. Like, I really talked wow. to her. <laughs> I thought she was a young assistant. Just moved to Hollywood. Her eyes are wide open. She doesn't know how the business works. Right. No, her eyes are narrowed. Narrowed and cynical yeah. at this point. <laughs> Sounds like she's got a guy. I think Brad Gage had a good gig with Camille. If he's, if I he's, agree. Uh, uh, same deal. I think that he was able to live his life. And yeah. Had to, you know, occasionally uh, run, a, run an errand. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, good for you. You deserve it. Reboot. Is, we, we still don't know. We had our friend Paul Reiser on the show a few weeks back. We don't know about a season two yet. We don't. We're waiting to hear. And it feels like it should be decided. Like it, it should already be on as yeah. far as I'm concerned. That was my only complaint about the show is not enough of it. I, I, I wanted more. I, 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 and even talking about Paul, I get yeah, more yeah. rabbinical. It's a bit I don't know. The, it's bleak right now. Shit's bleak. Yeah. You know, no one knows anything. Yeah. Um, I don't know what that means. I don't know what. what, what. No one knows. That's just. I don't know. Everyone's losing money. Everyone's sad. Well, there's probably going to be a writer's strike in a couple. You know, in mid mid next year. You think mid twenty twenty three there's going to be a writer's strike? Yeah. But then let me just. You know what? Hear me out. If there's a writer's strike, uh, I've, I've been having these ideas where we have real people. 
do competitions like on islands or they, <laughs> or they, they, they uh-huh. battle each other like maybe they do tattoos against each other uh, that way there, there doesn't have to be any writing so this is just an idea man. <laughs> okay that's great huh. yeah i'm gonna pitch it I'm what do you it. call that like just a I genre what be, would you call i'm gonna it? tell you what i call it because it's real dude oh. so i call it's a reality tv oh. so it's reality okay. tv yeah 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 and so and that's it's what real. It so there's no writing on it. There's no writing. And yes, you get a host or something, but that yeah. guy, he's not reading anything. You get somebody that can talk off the top of his head. But what if like, actual, like what if actual people are just kind of boring? Like, what are you? Yeah, what are you? Then, yeah, you know what? It's all then it's on editing. And yeah. they edit it together right. to make it exciting. Oh, OK, so but what if the editors strike? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not like in solidarity. Well, then we're in a tough spot. OK, <laughs> then I recommend you go to your local live theater and enjoy whatever they have to offer. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, uh, but, always, there's always books. There are also books. You could just read a book. Certainly There's a lot of them. There's a lot of them out there. You know what just opened at the Wallace here in Beverly Hills? What? Invincible, Romeo and Juliet, told through the music of Pat Benatar and Neil Gerardo. <laughs> what? Wow. Yeah. Who, that sounds like it would be good, right? You, you don't think I'm not going to that? Huh. I'm going to that. You're going to that. You're damn right I'm going to that. Is it Romeo and Juliet as originally told that it's two 13-year-olds? I can't answer that. I haven't seen it yet. Okay, great. But I will report back to you. Because that's yeah, that's the thing that always gets me about Romeo and Juliet is is they're just their kids. They're children. They're children who have crushes on each other, and all these people die. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's not it's not a tragedy. It's it's kids being horny and stupid. You, you bless you, Garen. You don't care for Shakespeare. That's what it sounds like. You don't no. care for the Bard. Um. Uh. I, I. I'm I'm fine with it. Uh, I think that most of them, most people in Shakespeare, are idiots. There's horny idiots. Yeah. yeah. Right. I think that's and I'll and I'll I'll go on record or guilty idiots. There's those you got the guilt, huh? Yeah, like your your Hamlets and your Otellos. What if you said this to Tim Robbins? How do you think he would handle it? Is that his name? Tim Tim, Tim Robbins, Rob- the actor, the guy that used to be married to uh, or used Susan to be with Susan Sarandon. Yeah, he's, he's, he's is he really into Shakespeare? He won't shut up about it. <laughs> he's all into Shakespeare. That's true. Yeah, he has that theater. He's got the Shakespeare company in, in Culver City. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, right. No, hey, look, Shakespeare's Shakespeare's great. I don't know. Is it? <laughs> no, it's not. You, did, you didn't come here to go down this road, did no, you? No, it's horrible. <laughs> hey, it's fine. It's great. It's it's it's. I don't know. It's great. Yeah, it's poetry, and people are sad mm. and demoting. Yeah, it's, that's great. There's so many reimaginings now. Yeah. Yeah. You ever see that Shakespeare in the love? That's not that Shakespeare movie. in the love. I'm an old man. What just happened? Yeah, Shakespeare in the you love. You ever see that? I did. That's a very good movie. It's very nice. It's very nice. Yeah. yeah. That Gwyneth Paltrow. I like the movie Anonymous, where it says that he was just a um, he was this count that Shakespeare didn't actually write the plays that he was kind of a vainglorious actor, and that the real Shakespeare was this uh, aristocrat who playwriting was frowned upon. That's like a conspiracy theory. Yeah. About, oh, interesting. Yeah, that's interesting to me. Mm. Now, when you say conspiracy theory, does it have anything to do with that uh, Danny Tiger? Because I know there's a conspiracy about him as a monarchy, I've been told. Uh, a communist, communist monarchy, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, look, the earth is flat. I'm listening. Yeah. <laughs> I'm listening. The earth is flat. Yes. And the Jews live below it. I'm listening. And the Jews hold it up. I Rachel. Rachel. Because, Rachel. Because, Rachel. Yeah, no, Rachel. Hold We're on. not supposed hold to talk on. about this, Rachel. Hold on. The Jews hold it up. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. People think the Jews, oh, they're not good at sports. Now they're secretly muscular because they're holding up the flat world. <laughs> yeah, they, they're, hold, they're holding it up and they get that from drinking the baby blood. But they're also uh, lizard people, right? I see. Because the Jews made up the dinosaur bones. This all makes sense to me. It all It all. This it, all, it, makes all sense actually. To me. It's called it's called using your mind. I hear. <laughs> Here's my question to Holocaust deniers. Yes. Where did all the people go? <laughs> if it didn't right? happen or if I think there's like a theory that, oh, it was it was just work camps. 
Where did the people go? Right. There's a map of the population of Europe pre-1940s and after. Where did the people go? I, you're yelling at me like I'm one of them. <laughs> I, I, I believe it happened. Okay, okay, great. So uh, I'm glad we established that. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I'm with you. I'm with you on every conspiracy could be debunked within seconds. And not, yes, like uh, I will say, the <laughs> one conspiracy I find compelling. Yes, which one? I listened to a podcast about the assassination of RFK, and that Sirhan Sirhan was hypnotized by huh. the Rosicrucians. I had not heard any of this. Okay. It's pretty fun. There's a there's a podcast about it where this guy does a deep dive and the conclusion at the end is like he's like, now nah, this isn't true. This is bullshit. But like, I gotta say, I don't know. I think he might have been hypnotized by the Rosicrucians. You think so? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, what about the conspiracy? The only one that I believe is that in 2016, uh, Donald Trump did not win the election. Hillary Clinton did. Uh, and we'll find that out. Uh, my son will find that out. Your, your daughter will find that out. Yeah. Uh, after we're dead. That it was all. Uh, that How she, would that, that have happened? She won. That's uh, that's the one conspiracy in the but world. But didn't that. didn't she technically did? Wasn't it a thing where she won the? Well, she, pop- won the she won the popular. Yeah, so yeah. she did. It's yeah. not even a conspiracy. I it's- believe she also in some of those states. I believe that she would have. Uh, won. Yeah. I, that is the one conspiracy I believe in, and uh, I don't have anything to back it up on. And uh, but I, I will say it out loud. And I felt it that, that night. Something was up. Yeah, and I stand. Well, it was when you're when you're confronted with something that's uh, patently unbelievable that that Donald Trump, the idiot <laughs> uh, TV reality host, and watch what you're saying. We're going to listen, listeners. That he could actually win a presidential election right. is so incomprehensible that your mind just like needs to reach for something. How is it even conversation that he could run again? Like, yeah. how is it even like, like, mm. why is that their guy? Why oh. is that there? You know what? Let's get oh, in I thought you meant how could this be a conversation on our podcast? <laughs> <laughs> well, this will be a conversation on this podcast until the day that we're done doing this. Uh, the, the day I get my Medicaid card and I go, we're done. Yeah. And then you go, so no more Trump talk? No more Trump talk. And then I wheel that fucking thing out to my car and I have a new file cabinet to keep my conspiracy theories in. Fantastic. Uh, I go in there. Which one now? 2016, 2020, 2024. Here we go. Proof. I don't know, man. It's uh, People going to people. People yeah, gonna people. Yeah. That's kind of what I just. Depeche mode. Yeah. <laughs> That's the people gonna people. So why should it be? Beautiful. I thought somebody would have gone democracy. Oh. oh, look at Weird Al over there. <laughs> <laughs> A little musical improv. Look happening. at Weird Al. Look at Weird fucking Al. What if I was mad about that? <laughs> oh, look at Weird oh, fucking Al. Trying to show here. me up on my own podcast? Oh, look at that. Huh? You're putting the change in the words. Huh? Good for you. Now you get your little laugh. You happy? <laughs> A little bit. A little bit. What, 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 what a weird fucking guy that would be. I just lost my voice completely. Oh, dear. Uh, speaking of Gwyneth Paltrow, over the weekend, I saw what? the... Uh, <laughs> earlier we were. Ah, okay. Uh, I saw She Said, the movie She Said. Oh, is that good? Oh. Uh, my wife read the book. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw the movie. And uh, it's... Uh, I. You know what? I, I don't... I, here's my thought on it. I don't know if it's a good movie, but I liked it. Do you okay. believe women now? I, <laughs> I want to tell you a little bit more. Going in, I, I got to tell you this. I was on the fence going into the movie. <laughs> if you believe women. And right. coming out of it, I was like, you know what? They made a great case. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I found myself saying, my, my daughter uh, my daughter was uh, sick. We all we got all got hand, foot, and mouth, uh, which is disgusting. Uh, we're all good now. But um, she, she still keeps saying her throat hurts, I think, because she just wants ice cream again. Okay. <laughs> and so the other day, I was like, I was like, Saying to my husband, I don't, I don't know if her throat hurts, but then I caught myself saying, I mean, I believe women in their pain. 
Yeah, but you know when somebody's <laughs> bullshitting you, the child's bullshitting you. <laughs> and even with a toddler, I'm just like, look, her her experiences are valid. But they're her I don't want to tell her what her body is because right. you know science doesn't study uh, women enough. And like, I don't know, maybe yeah. it's not menstrual pain. You know, <laughs> right. Uh, by the way, you're the second person I know that the whole family uh, got that. Uh, it's uh, disgusting. I know someone too, actually. And uh, they said it was a it was a uh, it was a chiropractor, and his uh, whole family got it. Wow. He said it was the word the children. It was horrible. Did he treat it with like Reiki? <laughs> I he's a know. chiropractor. I don't know what Reiki is. Oh, it's I'm just I'm just knocking chiropractors. It's one of those other I like pseudoscience uh, things. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I'll look it up. It's another one of those things that ASMR people do a lot, like just into the camera to to make you tingle. Do they? Yeah, there's there's a lot of crossover with like uh, Reiki ASMR videos. Now I want to see the crossover with like conspiracy theory and ASMR. <laughs> that it's a bunch of whispering. That That'd it's like a great. bunch, a bunch your of just like your blood is your ID. I'm in. <laughs> the moon and the moon landing. It was actually engineered by the Jews. And and <laughs> pull out, pull out a comb. <laughs> <laughs> and you know that actually the globe the globalists are all. I don't yeah. know. I don't have a way to end this. What is your site for this? I'd like to see more of that. I'd like to go to that. This is Jim. There's no, There's no one there. Um, what do, What if there was? And that's how I did. Literally in the middle of the show. This is Jim. Um, Rachel uh, would add another question. Uh, uh, oh, I was going to tell you in Culver City. I don't know if you're what part of town you live in. It's not my business. Um, in Culver City, there's nothing but uh, all of the. Um, uh, what were they called? A scrim, for lack of a better word. All the scrims that uh, cover the construction that's going on oh, behind okay. them yeah. are all reboot. Oh, all really? Over, all over Culver City. Everything is everything still is, is reboot. <laughs> that's great. So I got to look at your face and Riser's face mm-hmm. every goddamn day. You're welcome. And I love it. <laughs> are you kidding me? Two uh, funny people. I'm so glad we were we were going through. Uh, they sent like the actors approval for the the posters and there was one photo where I was like the way that the angle of the sweater was it it made my ass look like like enormous and I was like listen I I was like I don't do this I'm not a size zero all right I am not a size zero but I know my ass isn't that big (laughs) for the first time in my life I was like if we use that photo can we just shave down my ass a bit? And thank God, because that was the exact photo they used. Oh, they did use that one. They used it, and but did they, they shave sh- it. They did shave down my ass because my ass is big. I'm not little, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm your, what they your, call your words. I'm what they call midsize, right? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a curvy lady, but my ass is not that big, and it's just a misrepresentation of, of my ass. Of your ass, and you want your ass represented properly. Yeah, if I want to show my big ass, I want my ass to be appropriately sized mm-hmm. and not, uh, yeah. I will tell you this, in the poster, Riser's ass looks huge. Yeah. Oh, well, so so that's, they, well, they had to put it somewhere. They put it somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> right. They needed a certain amount of ass on the poster. Boss, what do I do with this uh, sliver of ass I just took eh, off of Put it on Riser. You won't Riser. care. You won't give a shit. <laughs> um, the name of the program is, yes, Garen. Look, like I have something to say. Garen Carco, nothing to say. Nothing to say. Very quiet. Suspiciously quiet now. Mm. Yeah. We've got to set him around looking for that key. <laughs> Or find out what that other piece of furniture was that was getting rolling. I've I've long suspected that uh, every file cabinet key is the same key. Like if you just have one of them, you can open every file. You know cabinet. what? I used to. This might be a testament to the, just my house that I grew up in being shitty. I used to be able to open my parents' locked bedroom door with a luggage key. When I was in like an old house where yeah, like, I would just yeah. be able to like break in with any key. Mm-hmm. Why were they locking the room? By the way, what's Pro- going on? Because they were fucking, and I was like, <laughs> I want to. I, I, well, this wasn't why I broke into their room. It would be I would break into their room just 
I don't know why I would break into the room at night because I'm a kid and yes. I, I want to fuck with them. Um, I, I did walk in on my my room was right next to my parents and I did not grow up in a big house. So I, I would hear them. You would having hear sex. Her. Yes. It's not great. It's not great. <laughs> nope. I mean, I can't I can't comment on the quality of their lovemaking, but it's you no know, kid wants to hear that. Mm. I, I, I don't I don't want to. No. No. But it's good. You want you want your parents to be fucking. Yeah. You just don't want to know. Yeah, because yeah. at least they're still enjoying each other's company. That's the secret I've heard to long term marriages. Just still Banging fuck. Around. Just fuck. No matter what. No matter what. When I was a uh, let's let's call it eighth grade, Rachel. My, call it that. My parents were divorced. I've told the story. Season one of Never Not Funny. Okay. Uh, so fifteen years ago, I told the story. So. Uh, my dad bought a new car, and my dad called us up the night before and said, hey, I got, it was a Toyota Supra. Hey, I got the soup. My dad shortened everything. Uh, I got the soup. Why don't you come over tomorrow and take, uh, take a look at it after school? So my brother and I, ride, my, my, da- my dad lived in an apartment maybe three-fourths of a mile from our house. And so we ride our bike over, and you know, my, my brother got there before me. So my brother's there, and I pull up on my bike, and my brother's there, and he goes, Jim, it's weird. I'm, I'm knocking on dad's door. The cars are here. I'm knocking on the door and nobody's coming, but the door's open. So what do we do? And I go, I don't know. So I go, well, let's go knocking. And so we're knocking on the door and, and we're like, dad, dad, and we're knocking on the door. And it's like, it's open. It's like, why is it open? So after knocking, waiting maybe five, 10 minutes, we open up the door to the apartment and we start walking in and we walk, we, the two of us literally go into the bedroom at the same time and my dad goes, don't come in here. <laughs> and we see my dad fucking his girlfriend. Oh, oh and, boy. um, which now as a grown-up it's like why didn't you stop five minutes ago why'd you keep going yeah that seems like a weird thing like yeah. you know what let's just finish up then i'll go show the boys the car uh so anyway my brother and i fucking run like crazy we go outside and we're laughing about it because it's insane mm-hmm. and my dad just comes out and goes let's take a look at that car <laughs> <laughs> and we just laughed about it, and then it was never mentioned again. Of course, yeah. Uh, it was a beautiful car, though, the Supra. Uh-huh. It's a good-looking car back then, the Soup. Yeah. If you never mention it again, it never happened. That's right. It never happened. But we, it was weird. Like, why? Why To this day, I think, why? why you had a lot of opportunities to, to be done with this. Mm-hmm. You, like, you could have had your pants on by the time we he walked in. He just probably really wasn't fucking your mom and need, needed to... That was his girlfriend. That was his lady. No, friend. no, no, no. So he, he was like, finally. Oh, I don't know if I'd like to take on that. <laughs> so, oh boy, now, we're, now we're getting a little somehow therapy my, session. My mom gets hurt in this story. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know what happened there. So your mom doesn't put out. Uh, well, they've they, they grown apart. You know what? I'll tell you this. One time, uh, <laughs> I had to. Uh, I had. I went to. I was going to an event. Uh, I was a senior in high school, and I was going to an event. An event makes it sound like a professional. It was like a party. Okay. <laughs> and I got there way too soon, but I had a car. You're going to the Critics' Choice Awards. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I got there too soon, and I was like, geez, I'm too soon. This is weird. So, like, I'm in my car. Like, well, I can't just sit in my car for 30 minutes, so I'll go home. And I go home, and my mom and stepdad are <gasps> like, hello, I'm home. We're upstairs. I'm like, oh, okay. What are you doing? What's going on upstairs, guy? Dude, you done fucking... Okay, I thought what that story was going to be is that you're like, I'm here early. What am I going to do? And that you decide to jerk off. (laughs) No. Well, that's always... Because my husband had... My husband... I think he's told this story. I'll tell for him. Wait, wait. What do you mean you tell the story? Like, where would your husband tell stories? Well, my husband's a comedian. I don't know your husband, or do I? He's a he's a he's a an improviser comedian. He's a screenwriter too, and he so he tells he tells stories around. But one of his stories uh, is like he got home early in like sixth grade, and he was locked out of the house, 
And he's and he's like, I'm locked out of the house. What am I gonna do? And there was like a an underwear catalog in the mail. And so he decided to try to fuck snow. Yes. While he was like, I could, he was like, I got nothing to do. There's a sex catalog. He's like, I could make a hole in the snow. Yeah. I'm like, fuck snow. <laughs> it didn't work. But that's how he he was like, I can't not do anything. I'm gonna try to fuck snow. Yeah. The snow just wasn't tight. It wasn't tight at all. Like it wasn't compressed enough. I don't think that's the problem. I think it, probably, I think it was very tightly compressed. I think it's, it's just cold. the second it's you cold. try you're, to fuck snow, you're gonna lose it. Something's gonna give. Either the the heat of your erection will melt the snow, and then yeah. that's gone, or the cold of the snow will melt will your erection. That was your erection. beautiful, by the way. Thank you. The heat of your erection can melt the snow. <laughs> do you think? And I don't. I haven't heard the. I haven't looked at the lyrics in a while. Do you think the heat is on by Glenn Frey is about fucking snow? <laughs> I, uh, it might be. I think most songs are about fucking snow. Oh, you, snow. well, listen, you, if yeah. anybody knows it's you, you live in the house with the guy that fucks snow, the snow Exactly. Fucker. By the way, this story ah. has just made me very sad for the character Olaf in Frozen. Because <laughs> <laughs> he can never, he can never be loved, truly. Oh, because uh, oh, no one can fuck him. Because no one can fuck him. Maybe another snow Another snowman. Thing. What if you put a condom on, though? Condom keeps it, keep it warm for a little bit. You'd have to have a heated like an condom. an insulated condom? I got, a, I got an insulated heated condom. What are you talking about? <laughs> I got, I'm talking about my insulated heated condom. <laughs> heated? <laughs> That's exactly what I'm talking no, about. No, you don't want it heated. You, it's got that. Oh no, that I don't want it. God damn it! I forgot what I, I forgot the premise. Yeah, you need like a like a, it's got to be thermos technology. Oh, so you just oh, want it? Yeah. Well, no, no, you want to heat it on the in. That's yeah, the thermos cold condom. on the outside. Yeah, and yes. yeah, it's McDLT. You want to yeah. McDLT condom? But now, what are we actually doing? If that's what you're because like you're we're fucking a it's snowman. So you can, that's what it's we're so you're, you're fucking make, a thermos. It's so you can make a sexy lady or a or a man or a non-binary person in the snow, and you can and you can listen. Everyone wants to fuck snow. Yes, and. And then you can you can fuck them. Yeah. Okay. You did it in a way that you're taking it from behind. You're taking the snowman from yeah. behind. Yeah, that's it. Take it, Frosty. That's my sex face. Yeah. I should tell you, it's very erotic. <laughs> One time when we were filming, when I was on a Crazy Ex-Girlfriend and we were filming like a seduction scene. Um, I did it one way that was just like, you know, a little more subtle. And then I did it like, I was like, all right, now I'm going to be sexy. And the director was like, he's Australian. I do a horrible Australian. He's like, hey, Rachel, so um, before when you weren't trying to be sexy, that was actually quite sexy. Now that you're trying to be sexy, it's quite creepy. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, thank you. That's that's actually my biggest fear. Uh, Thank you for confirming. Thank you for saying what no partner ever would (laughs) and changing my entire life. It's quite creepy. Do I know? Listen, maybe you can tell me off the air. You can tell me. Do I know your husband? Now, if you're yeah, yeah, his, no, no, uh, I don't know if you've met. He's not a stand-up. His name's Dan Greger. Dan Greger. Do we know Dan Greger? Mm. He's not a stand-up. He's an improviser, a sketch guy. I know um, he wrote the Chippendale Rescue Rangers movie that that uh, came oh, out on yeah. Disney Plus. <laughs> uh, two people in this room raved about. I thought yeah. it was great. Yeah, um, you're right. Hang on, I'm choking, but I, I, it got a little emotional for me. That uh, it's, it's a great movie. Yeah. So he's been. Uh, he's a UCB guy. Um, so he's. I'm sure improviser, sketch guy. Yeah, yeah. Right. He's the best. Him. He deserves it. He deserves all the success he gets. Right. He took a risk early. Fucking snow. That guy deserves <laughs> yeah. it. Give that guy a win, for Christ's sake. That guy had the worst loss in the world in sixth grade. Yeah. You're in sixth grade. You try to fuck everything. You tried. to I never tried him. snow. I, now I'm jealous of him. I, I, I there's still time. It. I guess I could, but we live in a warm climate. Yeah, so. but you go back east. You're going back east? Yeah. Go. For Christmas. Oh, dude. New Year's. Gotta try, try to fuck Report snow. Report back that you tried to fuck snow. <laughs> Just for the story. I can't wait till uh, my mom listens to the podcast. So <laughs> when I go visit her, she'll be on high yeah. alert. Or she'll be like, honey, there's a nice little hole in I've the got snow. you an embankment. Here's a <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
It's going to be weird. It's going to be like uh, that time I went to the urologist and they all knew I was jerking off in the other room because <laughs> right. I had to give the sample. Yeah. It's going to be like that. You're going to go, hey, I'm going to go outside for a little bit. And then yeah. she looks over at Doug. Uh, it's time. It's fucking snow. <laughs> Wait, you, you had to jerk off for the urologist? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah Is yeah. that? But If something's uh Oh, I guess they need, wrong, to, they need to make sure that you. They want to see how you do it so that you're not they want to observe hurting you? yourself. Yeah. Is that what's happening? They look. They stand behind a, a two-way mirror. It is a two-way mirror, <laughs> yeah. and uh, they look, and then they say, "They go, uh, take a look at this, uh, gentlemen. Don't do it like this. See how pathetic this guy looks. Don't yeah. do that." Yeah. What are they checking for? I was uh, having was some uh, gentleman issues. A sperm sample. Oh, okay, is okay, okay. Yeah, you have to give a sperm sample. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. All right. To see if. Uh, yeah. Wait, if it's your urologist, shouldn't it be urine? Urinologist. It's, it's all down it's there. All, it's all the same thing. It's all okay. down there. It's all the same tube. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had, well, I, I mean, I was, I, I talked about it on Conan. I had epididymitis. Mm-hmm. And so you have to uh, occasionally, uh, if, if you have a chronic epididymitis, which is what I had, or maybe still have, I don't know, uh, they would have to check it from time to time to see if it's infected to, before they would give you an antibiotic. And you can get that through sperm and not urine. Like the, there's a special, why sperm instead of urine to check for that? Oh, uh, cause because it's the, epi- it's it's the, the epididymis. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. And it feels like uh, your ball is on fire and being stabbed <gasps> with a knife at the exact same oh, time. Oh, my God. It's excruciating. Oh. Yes. I was at Conan where they said, uh, hey, the result came back. We need to have you come in to give a sample. And I was like, okay, well, I get off work at this time. They go, all right, we'll stay open. Whoa. So I raced from Warner Brothers to Beverly Hills. And they're literally in their coats waiting to leave. While Mr. Pardo jerks off in the other <laughs> Oh, shit. Does it, when you have that and you're jerking off, does it like hurt to come? Uh, yes, everything hurts. Oh, God. Everything. It's, it's, it's awful. You know what's oh. weird? You know what actually is the cure for that is fucking snow. Yeah. Because <laughs> it, it cools it down. Yeah, it's it the only thing that it helps. Down. It's the only thing that helps. Yeah, Gregor knew. Yeah. Oh, man, right after I gave, gave birth, I mean, the first couple weeks, the best moment of my life would be when I put on a new frozen cooling pad in my underwear. Yes, I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You are rock hard and coming I, right now. I'm, with all of my gentleman issues that I've been, I've been dealing with a lot of health things, um, I love the idea of putting an ice pack down there is so appealing. Oh, it's, oh, it's just, it was yes. just, I would go, oh, it's so good. It was so good. Oh. oh. Keep, keep talking. This is ASMR to me. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not kidding. It's wow. a joy. Uh, Rachel Bloom is our guest. Your junk is so fucked. It's just so fucked up. Having fucked up junk is like really. Mm. It's just the worst because you sit on it, you pee from it. It's. I feel your pain. It's everything. It's awful. It's everything. Right now, I've got a little bit of uh, icy hot down there to uh, keep things in check. Really. Well, I got a, a, a different brand, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> they're not Thank a sponsor. Thank you for protecting the company. <laughs> they're, not, they're, not a, they're not a sponsor. They don't deserve the shout out. Yeah. Uh, hot ice? Uh, is that the other one? Hot ice? I don't know. <laughs> I, got, I got the tiger patch down there. Mm-hmm. You ever see that tiger patch at the, uh, yeah. In, yeah. in the yeah. first aid Wouldn't section? Would it burn? The, it would burn. It would be horrible. Yeah. yeah. I don't like the sound of that. I remember like in high school, you're just reminding me that people just to be weird would be like, oh, tonight we're doing the icy hot challenge. You put icy hot on your dick. Wait, so that was a thing? Yeah. They were just like, that's hilarious. We're going to put Icy out on our dicks. Oh, that's not hilarious. No, no. It's excruciating, but they were like, oh, it's so funny. <laughs> Teenagers are, are morons. Well, yeah. it sounds like this group is. This, 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 this were, these were choir kids. These are oh choir kids. So they're not, I would say they're not getting any, but actually the choir and band kids, I think, 
were fucking had more had more sex than like sports kids. You think trombones fucking the singer? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, now refresh our memory. Where did you grow up? Ohio. I want to say Ohio. Oh, interesting. Am I wrong? I can't remember either, but I want to say Long Island. I don't think it's other New guesses. York. I don't think it's New York, man. Connecticut. Okay. Oh, I like Connecticut as a guest game. I, I have no idea. Oh, I grew I, up 30 minutes south of here, Manhattan Beach. Oh. Oh, I wouldn't it have guessed that. Doesn't make on sense. A list of a million things. Tell you what, doesn't make sense to me. Didn't make sense to them. Didn't. Well, they weren't kind. I'm now remembering. They you weren't kind. Me. I think you they were weren't kind. Yeah. Oh. I not that I remember you telling us this uh, yes. at the at the flapper show. Yeah. Um, not my scene. Not my parents' scene. Don't know why we live there. Mm-hmm. Don't know. Don't know why. Do they I mean, live it's there beautiful. still? They do. They're still in Manhattan Beach. Yeah. Is they it? live like New Yorkers, though. They eat out at restaurants, and they walk everywhere. It, 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 they should just live in Manhattan. It makes no sense. Is that Katie Porter territory? Is that uh, Manhattan Beach? Ooh. I don't know. I don't think uh, Manhattan Beach is OC. It's not OC? No, no. Manhattan Beach is LA County. Oh, it is. Okay, yeah. then it's not uh, our friend Katie Porter. Uh, follow up. Not a friend. <laughs> uh, I mean, I would be in the, certain. In the bigger sense of the Yeah, yeah she's sure. a friend for the cause. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? She wants to come on the show. We welcome her. Okay. She's actually, I think, I think she's actually pretty I funny. No. Yeah, yeah, Manhattan, be a pretty, still be a, a pretty poli- dry episode. For a politician. She's funny. Manhattan Beach might, they they are mixed with Democrats and Republicans there because they have a lot of super rich people. In the time that I moved, it went from a very nice community to like bil- billionaires because it's by the by the beach. Right. Yeah. I think they call it Silicon Beach now. Mm-hmm. I believe they're right. I believe yeah. they're right. familiar. Yeah. I think uh, they call it the Connecticut of Los Angeles. No, they don't. Get I, think they call it, I think they call it the Ohio. <laughs> that make, you know what? That makes more sense to me. That makes My mistake. more sense. I, I, honestly, I'm flattered that I give off like a Midwest vibe. You give off a Midwest vibe? Thank to you. me anyway. He said Connecticut. He said to me Long that Island. says nice. That says clean, sweet smelling. <laughs> Yeah. Good, good wife. I should point out that it was Portsmouth, Ohio, so maybe none of that stuff applies. Okay. <laughs> um, I actually had a good show in Portsmouth, Ohio. Oh. That's how sad that story is. Um, the, uh, uh, you know what time it is? Oh, is it time? It's time for, which one do I want here today? All of this question is on its way. All of this question is here to stay. And Matt will probably get Ooh, it right. It's an old song. That's yeah. not. Okay. Yeah, that reference to me getting it right a lot is, is no longer relevant. Very dated. Very <laughs> Although dated. I did get it right last week. But Congratulations. Uh, all right, so here's the uh, here's your topic. All right. Again, we do it Final Jeopardy style. Yep, yep. I'm going to give you the subject. And I have to write it down on this pad, right? Uh, you write down your answer. Mm-hmm. Okay. On that. Uh, and and, and, right. your, and your bet. Do I wager first? Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. All right, so I have to say what I'm wagering now. Once you hear no, the just category. Just write it down. Do not tell us. Okay, okay, okay. Once you, I hear the category. That's correct. Now we find the... Uh, the electronic mail. Here we go. Structures. Ugh. Structures. Wow. S T R U C T U R E S. Structures. Okay. Damn. Boy, oh boy. That is uh, okay. I know exactly what I, how I'm handling this. Um. Okay. Does, right. does everybody have their bed in? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. So here's comes Garen. You in? I'm in. All right. Here's Garen Cockrell. Uh. Here's your question. You ready, Matt? Mm-hmm. You in? I'm in. Okay. Here's the question. It took 5,000 tons of material to build a 69-foot, one of these structures, the tallest ever. First of all, up top, my brother. <laughs> all right, so let me redo that because yeah. I got thrown by the 69. <laughs> it took 5,000 tons of material to build a 69-foot, one of these structures, the tallest ever. 
69 feet. 69 feet of a structure. How much? How many tons? Because I'm so. I'm told 5,000. 5,000 tons. A structure. So a structure means people can be in it. That would seem like it. Mm. I, I get. I, I it, again. It, uh, so that means they're, they're but the, 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 the to read this would imply there are small versions of this. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. Like this broke the record. So it took five thousand tons of material to build a sixty-nine foot okay. one of these structures, so that's the tallest m- ever. Million pounds? Am I doing that math right? I. All right. I have what I will only describe as the word. I'm not kidding. My guess is so bad. By the way, you got time. We're gonna take a break. Oh. Um, and then I go and I get everybody else's answer. All right. I already have a guess and and my wager. Uh, I'm writing my down, and I I I I'm not, I mean this sincerely. If the four of you don't mock me <laughs> belief for my guess, something's going wrong. Great. That's how bad my guess is. It's fu- it just feels like there's so many directions you could go with this. Yeah. Usually yeah. Oliver's questions have a little more guidance, like there's a yeah. little more of a guardrail for you. I will, can I tell you something? Yeah. This was a, uh, today was their first day back at school mm-hmm. after a break. And as they were leaving the house, I said, hey, dude, don't forget the question. And he was like, oh, darn it. Oh, and so he jotted so this, this one out. This was a driving okay. to school. I don't mind. I like sometimes they're harder. That's good. Like, I, it's just like, this is, is going to be interesting. Okay. I'm going to stick with my answer. Yeah. All right. I'm going to stick with my answer as well. All right. Let's take a break. Rachel Bloom is here. Reboot is the name of the program. It's over there on the Hulu. Thank right? you. Hulu? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've talked about it ad, ad nauseum, Rachel. So yeah. uh, every everybody should watch it because it's what everything about it is wonderful. You're great. Riser's great. Johnny Johnny Knoxville, there's no oh, better right. casting than Johnny Knoxville. Mm-hmm. Uh, Keegan Michael Key is great in every goddamn thing he does. Mm-hmm. Judy Greer uh, is Judy, a comedic genius. Yep. It's infuriating how great she is. Mm-hmm. Uh, the young kid, who I don't know, is phenomenal. Kalen mm-hmm. Worthy and Krista Marie Yu are just amazing. Yeah. They're yeah. great. Every, every, the, the, the Melamed is great. The yeah, guy. The writer's uh, room is great. The yeah. whole writer's room, yeah. That character actor who's been in every, he, he was he's, he's on Quincy. He plays a, uh, I, they call him the kid. On Quincy, they go, we got to go see the kid DA. And it's the guy, what's his name? Uh, the tall In the writer's fella? room? In the writer's room. George Weimer. It's George Weimer, who is oh, probably funny. now 70 years old. Yeah. yeah. They also, Spaceballs. Right. I mean, he's yes. in everything. Wow. He's in everything. Oh, yeah. They call him the kid. That's we so got to go funny. see the kid DA. And then you walk in, it's that fucking guy uh-huh. yeah. who looked 60 then. <laughs> like, he never looked young. He yeah. looked, like, he hasn't aged. Yeah. He looks exactly the same. <laughs> and Fred Melamed's got that wonderful voice. Oh. And by the way, you want to talk about a big caboose. Melamed's yeah. got a caboose. Yeah. Holy shit. That's maybe the biggest ass in show business. Fred, <laughs> Fred Melamed. Wow. Yes. Well. And, I'm, and I've got a big ass. And so does uh, Marcus Lemonis. I think mm-hmm. you should own that. Oh, I own my big ass. No, I think he should own that. You know what? I don't like that. I like that he doesn't. So that, that way I got the title. Okay. <laughs> uh, but I'll take him on. I don't associate you with having a big I ass. I have a big caboose. Uh, uh, I, uh, here comes Charlie. Uh, I called it that once before his son was born. And now I don't say it anymore because his son is named Charlie. And uh, it seems, seems weird. Did we ever talk about the weird thing that, uh, in you know, Only Murders in the Building? I don't know if you watched that yeah. show. But uh, that the two main characters, the Steve Martin and Martin Short characters, are named Oliver and Charles. Which is our son's name. You know what we've never what? talked about? That. Isn't that crazy? Mm. That's really so weird. It's really weird. And I'm, so I just wanted to say thank you to those. I, it's, I'm honored to have inspired that. Obviously, they named, because they listen to the show. They obviously sure. named them Let me after. call Steve. I mean, the show, is, the show is about a podcast. So, oh. so clearly it they did their research. It makes sense that they did their research. Kevin Smith may not have figured out. But wrote, <laughs> I'm struggling to even come up with a guess for this goddamn That's question. why my guess is so shitty. Because mm. I struggled and I came up with something. All right, let's take a break. In the break. We're going to have Gary and we're going to have him run around to see if there's any more furniture out in the hallway. Mm-hmm. And if there is, he brings it in here. And I'm not kidding. I want any any furniture that seems to be free. Yeah. And I said it before, including a refrigerator, you bring it in here. Do my best. All right. 
We'll take a break. We'll be back right after this. Hey, gang. Matt here with some dates for you. Rachel Bloom is on Instagram at Rachel Does Stuff. And uh, she's on Reboot. We've talked about it a lot. Uh, one of my favorite shows of the year, honestly. And uh, it's on Hulu. You can watch all eight episodes now. It's got great people other than Rachel. She's awesome on it. Obviously, Paul Reiser's awesome on it. Keegan-Michael Key's awesome on it. Judy Greer. Everyone everyone on the show is amazing. And it's super funny and, and just fun to watch. So check out Reboot on Hulu. Jimmy Pardo is going to be at uh, Flappers. He's hosting Pop Cultured on December 7th. That is in Burbank, California, but you can join virtually if you want to be in the Zoom room and watch the show online. So go to flapperscomedy.com to do that or to get tickets to the live show. And uh, he's doing a virtual Flapper stand-up show on the 16th of December that is also available uh, via Zoom by going to flapperscomedy.com and buying tickets. And then in person only, on the 17th of December, he's live doing stand-up in the YooHoo room at Flappers in Burbank. So you can, again, get your tickets at flapperscomedy.com. Enjoy! Hey, sometimes you find yourself at the, the wall that's missing a couple of bucks. Now, who, did somebody steal it or what's going on over there? It doesn't matter how you're missing the bucks. Money might be a little tight. That's where earn-in comes in, Matt. Yeah, earn-in. Earnings there if you got a last-minute uh, gift for a loved one, an expect, uh, unexpected trip to the vet. I've seen a lot of that on uh, uh, social media, by the way. People saying, oh, I had to spend the night at the at the pet vet. Yeah. People like using the phrase pet vet. Even though vet covers pet. I mean, what other – are you at the – wild animal vet yeah, you could be visiting a, a soldier oh okay uh i, I think people I, I think they like the sound of pet vet it does sound fun it is fun to say i get it uh but nobody's pointing out that they're at the pet vet for fun so uh, that's a good point yeah why are they yeah. why are they being uh, capricious or uh, silly with their very you know, serious issue you know capricious say <laughs> uh now listen this is it, here's the important thing Earning is there because the, the point is you're not at the pet vet at three in the morning going, oh, good. I get to spend X amount of money right. uh, that I don't have. That's where Earning jumps in. Yes. Uh, Earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 a day, up to $750 per pay period. Yeah. So it gives you a little goose if you need it. Yeah. It's, but you're, you're making the money by going to your job and working every day. They're just saying, hey, we can get you that money a little bit sooner than the, than the paycheck arrives. That's exactly right. Now, over three and a half million people are already uh, saying things like, when I I think about earning, I think about financial stability, security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. That's what they're saying. They say it like that? Yeah. They, I would think there'd be a little more uh, excitement. No, these, these are people that, uh, you, you know, when they're giving a testimonial, they're caught off guard. And they're, then they, they're not comfortable in front of a microphone. They're, exactly these are right. not professional these are broadcasters. Like we are. Yeah, they, they, they sound stilted, but that's real. That's genuine. Thank you. Matt, again, it gives them peace of mind. <laughs> uh, hey, download Earning today. That is spelled E-A-R-N-I-N. That's in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Never Not Funny under podcast, please. When you sign up, it'll help the show. Let's them know who said to you there, who directed you there. Once again, put in Never Not Funny under podcast. Subject your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earning.com slash TOS for details. Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Earning. It's your money. Get it now. Hey, hiring's hard. So hard. So ZipRecruiter's there to make it easy. So easy. That a boy, Matt. You did exactly what I was hoping for. We don't plan these folks. We don't script these out. We we sit down. We go, uh, hey, let's do a ZipRecruiter ad. And then I, I just say something and then Matt responds. And it's very, very, never not funny. Very brand. organic. Uh, very organic. We both turn into James Austin Johnson <laughs> doing Trump. Very organic. They're talking about organic. <laughs> Hey, see why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. That's 24 hours. 
Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. Go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Once again, that is ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Uh, look, we haven't had to hire anybody in a long time, but I know there's people out there that have a small business and That's they right. do. Yes. And uh, look, I don't want to do that job. If you wanted to work, you would go work uh, as a headhunter if you cared, if you enjoyed hiring people for, you know, if that was your your passion it's not mine no, it's, i don't it's not mine either so my passion's the opera <laughs> obviously we all know that okay i just want to make from, sure from longtime listeners know that you love the i opera. want to make sure that everybody's reminded of it so just leave it to the professionals at ZipRecruiter. let them do it let their technology help you so that you don't have to waste your time finding great candidates that's exactly right by the way we have tickets for the opera coming up i'm gonna hire somebody to go in my place <laughs> uh that is my passion my passion for the opera is to avoid it yeah uh ziprecruiter.com slash pardo ziprecruiter.com slash pardo z-i-p-r-e-c-r-u-i-t-e-r.com slash pardo ziprecruiter the smartest way to hire Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program. That was, there it is. Welcome to the program. Oh, just stop it. Welcome back. Hey, everybody, welcome <laughs> into the program. Uh, Rachel Bloom is here. She's taking time away from a reboot. Man, I don't know. Just, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I think they. since we've seen all the episodes, I'm assuming they finished filming it. I think, I, yeah. I, I don't think so. I think there's a camera on them at all times. Oh. I think they're constantly filming reboot. Mm, okay. I think they're constantly doing it. At least in Culver City, I can't, I can't escape it in Culver <laughs> right. City. Those aren't the actual actors, Jimmy. Those are images of the actors that they are using for promotion. What? They're trying to get people to watch the show, so they put posters around town saying, hey, watch the show that we made. No, I go by it very quickly in my car, and it looks like they're moving. <laughs> so they must be the real actors. You, maybe you're moving, and they're standing still, and it, no. it creates the illusion? No, I think you're wrong, but I'll investigate it. Okay. Uh, Stop the car and see what happens. Oh, no, then so I might get rear-ended. <laughs> Well, pull over. <laughs> oh, I see. You recommend pulling over. Yeah. So don't just stop. No, in the don't middle just stop in the of middle Venice. of traffic now. Okay. Well, unless there's a stop. If there's, if a, there's stop a stop light, light I'm going to stop. You go, if it, I follow the rules. If it's red, you stop. Yeah. So you think TV shows are really just kind of like plays <laughs> that actors are putting on for drivers as they pass? Yes. Are they what? not? You, you do it more. You had this crazy ex-lady. You know what? They... Now you have this one. That's right. So you know more than I do. Yeah. No, no. You're exactly right. Thank you. And Crazy Ex-Lady was very proud to work on that for four years. <laughs> Crazy yeah. Ex-Lady is like if you do a reboot 20 years from now, right? Crazy Ex-Lady. Uh, it's, 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 it's like a drunk history retelling of what Crazy Ex-Lady. Crazy Ex-Lady, and I don't know, she does the singy-songy and the shabada. <laughs> Wait, you're, just, that reminded me. You're, you're working on a new show, right, that you created? Is that true? Or is that I have a true? I have a couple of irons in the fire that I'm begging people to okay. please let me make. Gotcha. Mm. All right. Numerous. I thought I read something about how you. Well, I'm sorry, I forget the woman's name. Who you, with Aline? Yes, Aline yeah. and I are working on something. Okay. Yes, yeah. I'm, yes. As a big fan of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, thank I'm you. Very excited to see whatever else you do. Well, no matter how great you get, it's still a gig to gig business, <laughs> right. and you have to suckle at the teat of a major corporation. <laughs> so that's where I'm at, as I always have been. But they deserve they they deserve to be in that position. They have a certificate in business, <laughs> so they should be able to tell you on yeah. whether or not you're funny and interesting and creative. So would, that makes sense that they have that power i would just think that anytime a show or a movie or anything develops a cult following like crazy ex-girlfriend had it's like that's what you want even if it's small you might say well it's small but those people are passionate so there must be something here like mm, the algorithm i else. would say algorithms don't i was just talking to someone about this 
algorithms don't know how to measure passion. Yeah. Algorithms me- measure numbers. They measure a wide swath of demographics. They don't measure like passion. They don't measure cult followings. They don't measure how many. They don't measure like you know Crazy X selling out Radio City Music Hall twice, right? Mm-hmm. You don't. You don't factor that in, right. and so. I think what's interesting is, yeah, algorithms are like the future and it's like the cool new way to do streaming. But like, I think it's kind of as stoically embedded in, in numbers as any network or studio has always been. Right. It's all about like numbers. Mm, yeah. And that they, they don't tell the, to- the whole story, really. Yeah. I mean, like, because that's there's there's old stuff that it didn't no one cared about i'm now i'm going to struggle to think of an example but honestly the office struggled a little bit at first but like then people discovered it all over again you know when it was on netflix and i mean like firefly i feel yeah, like that must have one. had such high dvd sales because everyone was talking about firefly yeah. when i was in college right right yeah it, there's no way to um hang on a second on the college campus yeah Everyone was talking about Firefly. <laughs> Everyone was talking about Firefly. There was a, you couldn't go a day without, day without someone saying, "Have you seen Firefly?" Really interesting. Yeah. People wearing Nathan Fillion T-shirts—it's <laughs> just ridiculous. Brown coats, the whole thing. I think my mom watched Firefly. I think that would be the really? only way that really? I connected to that. That surprises me. The first guy I dated in college made me watch Firefly. Why would my mom not watch Firefly? It's a sci-fi, sci-fi western, western series. Yeah. But my mom, you know, she, she, you know, she did, she watched TV. Yeah, also no, not a good it. title. I think that was the. I think that the was the problem, problem, right? Yeah, it didn't sound like what it was. It whatsoever. sounds like it worked. Everybody's fucking talking about it on campus. <laughs> <laughs> They're talking about how bad the title is. Yeah, could you believe they called the Firefly? Firefly? Oh, not it's just like was it, it was it? No, what's the show that was like about a kind of almost like a dystopian company? Uh, was it Better Off Ted? There was like this show. Was it better off then? Oh. There was like there was like a, oh. a show that was actually really really funny. This is like fifteen years ago, but it had like a very. I think it was it better off. Well, yeah, definitely, you're right. It, but it had a thing that it had a title that made it sound like a sitcom. Right. But it wasn't that uh, at all. Yeah. Karen, look oh. that up. Look, what, what's, look up Better Off Ted. Better Off Ted was a Wait, was what's, a the sitcom. New, what's the new one with, uh, we just Wait, talked, Marsha Gay Harden. Oh, well, so help me Todd. My so friend, Todd. My friend Skyler's on that show. Okay. Yes, he is. He is. Right. Pun title. <laughs> Confirmed. But it has a pun title. But I think that they lean into that cheekiness. I've not seen it. Yeah, it's not the pun that's bad. It's just whether that vibe of that joke fits what the yeah. thing itself is, I think. Yeah. Better off Ted, in an amoral science-based company, a manager tries to keep control of his yeah. scientists yes. while being pressured by his shrewd boss. So, like, better off Ted, that's a really interesting, high-concept idea, like... But that's not, it doesn't, yeah, my no. title doesn't fit. You don't watch the show. Like, sounds like a Fox sitcom. Yeah. It does sound like a Fox oh, sitcom. Oh, that's a good point. Situation comedy on Fox. Yeah. Was it just one season or two? <laughs> I think it was one, You know, like half an hour. I mean, a 30 minute program Jokes on the Fox. Ensemble. Yes. Maybe there's a studio audience. Possibly. Maybe there isn't. A lot of people like single camp. If I'm going to tell you something. If they shoot it in front of a live audience, I want to be told about it in advance. <laughs> they better tell you. Yeah. I don't want to be surprised. Yes, Gary. Why did they do that? that? Why did they tell Why you? did they say this is a film before a live studio audience? Why? Maybe they were worried that people were like, "Is this, this canned? Is this, this laughter can't be real." People weren't because that. that was the era of the laugh track. Yeah, because the laugh track. Oh, was so they in. wanted to be but like they've been doing it as far back as like All in the Family did it. You could also right, but juice but all any the family, laugh track. Right. All in the Family was after the 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 creation of the laugh track. The laugh track. Like, so do you think they originally said that because a re- like early TV audience would be like, what the hell's that noise? <laughs> like they'd be freaked out if they heard oh, laughter. Oh, honey, there's people laughing. No, I don't buy it. Nobody told me about it. I, I wasn't warned. Or it's that they were juicing it too much with a laugh track. Yeah. Mm. Eh. 
What, what shows did only, say that? The Connors does it to this day. Oh, they do. Like at the start. They say oh, the Connors weird. was filmed before a live. Yeah, audience. like yeah, at uh-huh. the live studio. Beginning. Yeah, and I'm wondering if that's the only. Cheers did it. Yeah, but what's Cam show on right now? Network. When I worked on Conan, I would tell the audience that we're filming in front of a studio, <laughs> and they didn't understand why I was did, telling them. Did that. you get a note on that? Did, I was the, like, the studio could, could you the, stop saying that, yeah. sir? You're confusing it's the completely unnecessary. Many people that are here, it's completely <laughs> unnecessary. They are the live audience. Well, I don't know. They, they should know that. I introduced the band. That's my job. Um, and by the way, very quickly uh, before we get the answers, uh, you, you know what they say about the uh, algorithm, right? It's going to get you. <laughs> when tonight? Thank you. <laughs> Dun, dun, Did dun, you see dun, dun. her on the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade? Her and her whole family on a float? Singing? I didn't, and I watched it, but I missed that part. They sang a sad song, and I'm not going to lie to you, the Pardo Caning household was bummed. Wow. We wanted... Up-tempo. Oh, yeah. oh, coming up next, Laurie Estefan. We're like, oh, here we go, some energy. Mm-hmm. And, and somebody we've heard of. And then it was a song that's just like, turkeys die, <laughs> turkeys die so you can get fat. <laughs> Rhythm's gonna get... That was exactly the song. So you yeah. saw it. Sounds I did, like you it saw was it. great. Um, Turkeys are gonna get you. Aw, <laughs> tonight. She had one of the best concerts I've ever seen. Gloria Estefan? Yeah. And the Miami Sound Machine? No, just her. They were there too. They've been with her the whole time, dude. Oh, Don't dismiss the Miami I, Sound I Machine. I literally did not know that. Yeah, that's still the band, but for some reason they get zero credit. Wow, I did not know that. Yeah. But it was great. It was the reach to her, her comeback. She's wonderful. Yeah. That play was great, too. That play was fantastic. Yeah. It was. Uh, what's it called? I know, Get up a, tonight or sta- no, no, on your feet. Yeah. On your feet. Yeah, it's like you know, jukebox musicals. Their bios are kind of weird. It's like a weird animal, but that one works. That one worked. Yeah, because it was fun. fun. It's really fun. Oh, tonight. All right. The question once again as a reminder. Uh, are we doing the trivia question? I'm gonna, I, I, okay. I, please do not reveal your answer until I ask you. Uh, it took five thousand tons of material to build a sixty-nine foot one of these structures, the tallest ever. Let's check in with the Pop Culture Beast Info Desk that is sponsored by uh, Jane Austen Unscripted at the Gary Marshall Theater. Head over to GaryMarshallTheater.org. That is theater with an R-E, uh, and it goes until December 11th. So uh, go ahead and get the tickets for that. Uh, some friends of the show are in the cast, and it's fantastic. Head over to the Gary Marshall, GaryMarshallTheater.org and get your tickets today. Um, Garen... You heard the question. I did. 5,000 tons of material to build a 69-foot what? Uh, I say Jenga tower. A Jenga tower. Oh. I'm not going to lie to you. It's a great answer. I That's like fun. That answer. That's fun. That's a fun answer. I appreciate it. You are the pop culture beast, so you might know something that Jenga is in the world of popular culture. And and <laughs> we know your son loves games. He does love games. So he might have games on the He mind. also loves wild games. What's that? Uh, turkeys and such. You know. uh, oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> he, like, he likes to go hunting. Yeah. So the turkey's going to get him, too. Yeah, tonight. That's right. Um, yeah, he uh, he does not want to see the menu. He, does, he has no interest in seeing the menu. Oh, I think, I think that looks good. I want to see I it. think it looks great. It looks fun. Yeah. I've I had, heard great things. I've heard, I had my choice to see that, or she said, and my wife asked me to please, uh, please wait to see the menu. She'd like to see that with me. Did you guys see Glass Onion? I just saw that. And? It was great. You enjoyed it? Yeah. We're waiting. Here's here's what's happening in my house. Mm -hmm. We're waiting to watch it on television um, because we always say, hey, there's nothing on. Right. Uh So we're waiting to watch it. Now, if it were up to James Pardo Jr. Oh, right. You told me this. I would go to the movie theater. I would say it's the shots. It's a much more sweeping movie than Knives Out. I mean, some of those shots, these drones over this beautiful, like, Greek island, it's, it's... that's worth it on a big screen. Yeah, Beautiful. My, my, my family wants to do this thing. Like, there's never ever any movies. We always say, what do we watch? What do you watch? And yeah. so this will be a movie we could watch. I would rather go to the movie and get, a, get the popcorn, get the beverage, enjoy ourselves. 
Sure. Uh, we saw the Fable Fox, or whatever that's called. Is that, <laughs> is it good? Mixed reviews in the Pardo household. I heard it's like a kind of 90-minute um, Nicole Kidman AMC movie ad. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the movies. It is. They make um, you feel stuff. You're very kind to say 90 minutes because it's two and a half hours. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. And it, uh, Garen, you liked it a lot. I did. You thought it was wonderful. Yeah, I did. I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. Oh. Was it a love letter to cinema? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It kind of is. Is Michelle Williams... Miscast? Doing a mm-hmm. doing a Jew voice, no. or is she just doing herself? <laughs> that was my fear, where she's like, "Stay then, <laughs> you know, stay then, come eat your kugel." Like I don't want to uh, see that. I think that actually creeps in a little bit, uh, but it's not you know offensive or anything. My That's wife's good. biggest complaint was the casting because she loves Michelle Williams. We all do. She's terrific. Yeah. that she should she was wrong for the part. She is. She's the biggest goyim in the world. And should not be. If there is, role. if there is anyone who cares less about like you know Jew face casting, it is Steven Spiel. He doesn't give a <laughs> shit. His whole family, his whole family is like, ah, would it be great if they weren't Jewish? That would have been great. <laughs> He's also producing the Bradley Cooper Leonard Bernstein um, right. biopic, where Leonard Bernstein has, a, I think, uh, a prosthetic prosthetic schnoz. He does. Spielberg doesn't care. He, he <laughs> could have cast a Jewish gentleman in that role. No, you got to get Brad Cooper. You gotta get, you gotta you gotta get, to get Brad Cooper. You gotta goops. And so there's a part of it's like, oh, Spielberg doesn't care, and he he didn't get into USC because of anti-Semitism. So you know he's oh, wow. suffered more anti-Semitism than I have. Has he? <laughs> you two were digging up down at the beach. <laughs> <laughs> you said you had a tough time. There were some casually anti-Semitic things said to me, but it would be it would I think I blame the Jewishness on on like oh I was Jewish nah I, I was weird. <laughs> I had nothing to do with me being Jewish. All right, there we go. There we yeah. have it. Uh, so, so your bullies were just grasping at straws. Yeah, like, I had it too. I don't know. It, something, there's something uh, off. Uh, there's something we don't like about this girl. I think uh, it's interesting that uh, Michelle Williams looks a bit like a young Cape Capshaw, Steven Spielberg's wife, mm. and he cast her as his mother. Mm. Yeah. I don't oh. think that's but weird a, at all. But a mother that he doesn't really click with. Oh. Is that Wait, true? That doesn't make it better. Wait, he, in the movie, doesn't click with her because I thought the whole thing was like it's the scientist versus the artist in this family, and he's on my side or something. I, I mean, I'll probably see it at some point. So, uh, the kid is great. The kid that plays Spielberg oh, okay. is, is terrific. Cool. He's, he's absolutely terrific. And then does he go someday? I'll make Jaws. Yes. <laughs> and and every all the kids in 1964 go what? <laughs> what are you talking you'll about? You'll get you'll you'll get oh, it. Oh, you're gonna get this. Yeah. Um, and he was very short. The, the actor's very short playing Spielberg, which gave me hope. There's a chance for me in this business yet. <laughs> if Spielberg can make it, so can Pardo. Mm-hmm. Uh, we check in with the, uh, what are you now? The Fair Trader. Yeah. Hello. Uh, Elliot, uh, you heard the question. Yes. 5,000 uh, tons of material. Mm-hmm. Tons? Tons. Yeah. Uh, six to nine foot. Yep. So I have three possibilities is what I've landed on. Ice hotel. A 69 foot tall uh-huh. ice hotel. Don't tell Rachel's husband. <laughs> 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 that guy's fucking every room in here. <laughs> Uh, Ice Hotel. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll find out if that's correct. Uh, Matt Belknap? I went in total opposite direction as Elliot. I said Bonfire. Oh. A 69-foot Bonfire. Interesting. I don't Maybe know why. Maybe Burning Man. Bonnaroo! Yeah, it's the Beautiful only thing answer. I thought of. I couldn't think of anything else. I can't wait to hear my shit answer. <laughs> Rachel, what'd you get? Go I on. said Totem Pole. Oh, uh, that's pretty good. I like that. That's interesting. That's so I like that. So you want to hear my other ones? No. Okay. I, can't, I can't think of anything I'd rather hear less than your other two answers. Oh, you probably could if you tried hard. <laughs> uh, here's my shit answer. Treehouse. Went with treehouse. Wow. Uh, a 69-foot huh. treehouse. I mean... No, I mean, it's stupid. It's awful. 
<laughs> it's the weight. Are that you would count? Me. Are you counting the tree, tree the tree's itself? Of it. Tree's part of it. Yeah. Mm. But, but then how would it weighs? How would the tree support a? How would they have 5, weighed a tree? Ton? How would they have weighed the tree? Scale. <laughs> With a scale, so they built the trees it, in the ground. They, they can estimate it the same way that I, that I weigh my huge ass with a scale. Okay. Uh, no, guys. Again, I welcome you making fun of me because <laughs> I told you if you it's don't make fun answer, of me, yeah. something go wrong. That's, that's uh, most of us. Went, it's a horrible I, answer. What I like is that most Take of us went with something that y- has a lot of um, things you'd need to cut down. Right, yeah. either a lot of wood or a lot of ice. Yeah. So that's smart. Yeah. Although I don't, I, I did, I wrestled with whether a, a 69 foot bonfire would actually weigh 5,000 tons. It doesn't seem like it would well, weigh Well, it could. It depends much. how much you would throw in, you throw into it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I you're not using balsa. Say. I'll tell you, I'll tell you that right fucking now. <laughs> <laughs> what are your other two? Just so you could stop staring at me. <laughs> so one was, I can't be less fucking interested to be honest with you, but, but go right ahead. Well, one was Corn Palace, which you know what a Corn Palace is? I, I do. Okay. What's a corn palace? It's a it's a it's a it's a structure made of corn. I think they used either the leftover cobs or the hay bales or something like that. And it's and when it's, you have real guesses. Yeah, and then the and the other one I couldn't think of the name of it, but there are structures I believe that are made of butter. You're talking about a butter hut? <laughs> sure. So that was that was like a like a half guess. I go on a Midwest road trip somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Butter structures. This says I ninety written all over it. Yeah, you're just reading billboards. Oh, he's, just, he's hungry. The, the, big, the biggest, <laughs> the biggest <laughs> ball of yarn coming up in two hundred miles. Oh, yarn what if it is the biggest ball of yarn? Holy shit! It could be. Or one of those types of things. I don't. I think it's something where all of the material. I think it's something that had to be kind of carved down because hmm. if it's sixty nine feet tall. Yeah. Or it's something made of stone too. Let's find out together, guys. Okay, right. what is it? Here we go. Let's get the. Let's get it. What am I doing? Okay, oh, you're not doing anything. Okay, I, you were looking at me, and I thought I needed to do something. All right, here we go. Here we go. I'm no, but right, that reminds I'm me. Go right I to what I call my electronic mail. Here's your answer: a sandcastle. Wow. wow. It was built in Denmark in 2021. It holds wow. the record for the largest sandcastle ever built. To make it sturdy enough to survive the harsh climates. It was made with 10% clay and a layer of glue. And there's a photograph of it right there. That seems like cheap. Oh, my gosh. There's a photograph. I can, uh, That's uh, intense. Zoom in on that. Take a look at that, Rachel. There's that. There's the aforementioned. Holy shit. Yeah. That is a big sandcastle. Wow. Looks yeah. like butter. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it's not. <laughs> so, okay, none of us got it. What does that right. mean? That so means we, we go have... around, we find out what everybody bet. Yeah. And the okay. lowest uh, bet wins. Garen, what'd you bet? Six. Six for Garen. What do you got, Arab Trader? Fair trader? Five. The nickel? Bastard. Rachel? Six. Six, Matt? Read it and fucking weep, buddy. One. One. You used your one. Well, I'm grateful because I said five, and if we had a split uh, $5, I would have been furious. Um, all right, you know what? Let's pay that out later. Yeah. Uh, quickly, because we're we're yeah, out of time. She's right, got to she got to leave. Yeah. Uh, celebrity sighting. I think this will be quick. Okay. I, and this is a sl- we play this game, Rachel. Where we, if we see a celebrity, we play a game. It's a guessing game. Try to figure out who the celebrity, celebrity out in the wild. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I I have to admit I didn't personally see this person. Uh, uh, my my wife I was my wife and I were together. She saw this person in line for the bathroom, uh, and reported back at the movie theater. Uh, th- nope. I, if you want this game to go quickly, I will tell you where it was. Yes, go. Uh, it was last night at Descanso Gardens uh, at this light show that they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wait, I was there. The answer last, last night. It was me. It was you. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> 
she came back and she was like, I heard Rachel's voice. And she was like, she, she was like, I, I know that voice. And she was like, isn't she on the show tomorrow? I was like, yes, she is. I think you were, I think we had just gotten there and I think you were leaving. I didn't see you. I don't know what happened. But oh, anyway, it was a like, whole, yeah, it was a whole thing. Was My a, daughter wanted a flashlight yeah. and then the flashlights, it was a whole thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that thing was beautiful. Really oh, that's so cool, funny. Right? It was so cool there. Oh, it was yeah. great. That's I, craziness. I went, yeah. with my, went with my family and my sister-in-law. It was nice. gorgeous. You yeah. enjoyed it. Oh, it was great. At Descanso Gardens, Enchanted Forest of Light. Yeah. 10 out of 10. I don't know where that is. Is that Pasadena? Yeah. Altadena? Uh, it's it's uh, La, La Canada yeah. Flint Ridge. Arcadia. You've been there, I think. Yeah, I've been there for a pumpkin thing. I think. <laughs> it's yeah. great. And they have, I mean, I didn't drink, but they have they have alcohol if I you want. Drink. It's a nice It's a nice date night. They have churros. They have hot cocoa. I like churros. A lot of, a lot of paths yeah, to wander I, around. I like hot cocoa. It, yeah. It's gorgeous. I would, dip my, I would dip my churro in my hot cocoa. That sounds delicious. What was your favorite zone? Oh, man. Well, my daughter just loved running around the magic trees yeah. she just kept saying this is so fun <laughs> um my favorite were um i love the light up benches that was really that was cool, cool. that was really yeah. surreal i got a picture of my my children and my mom what my parents are visiting. i so believe i saw that on facebook yeah i got a picture of them on the bench i liked that green what it was like ancient forest where it's like tiny little green lights like a laser show almost like just like oh, you know what glittering around. i think we missed that because oh. my daughter had to pee okay yeah it was kind of fir- it, was, it, it, was, big. it was way in there it was yeah. way bigger than i thought yeah that wouldn't like you could have gone left and missed it that was weird about it i rem- i think it's the one thing we didn't see i'm sorry oh you, my god go i'm back. flattered to be the sighting <laughs> <laughs> i thought it was funny because like as soon as it as she told me i was like oh we're gonna play this game tomorrow and i love it so when rachel leaves you'll tell us who the celebrity was. <laughs> 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 it was nicole kidman <laughs> oh there's something about a forest <laughs> um rachel thank you for being here thank you for having me what a joy we've not seen you in years since before the pandemic yeah. we've no. not seen you in so long i know well congratulations on the baby two and a half years old now yeah Hmm. And uh, I know she loves trees. She loves them. Loves <laughs> trees. Loves to circle them. Yeah. Circle of trees. Why don't I have an album out? I have a beautiful singing voice. Um, you're, you're showing off for Rachel because you're hoping she'll do another musical project. I want just one line in the musical. That's all I want. Just one line. I'll, I'll do more than one. Okay. But it's got to be sung a cappella and he holds it for 30 seconds. <laughs> oh, that seems like too long. <laughs> I did sing something yesterday with my son and Oliver actually went, Dad, that sounded good. Oh, oh yeah, you have a nice voice. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody, thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for supporting the show. We appreciate that. Watch Reboot, you assholes. How many times do we have to tell you? Uh, if you're not watching it, you're making a huge mistake. Agreed. It's nothing but joy. Yeah. It's funny, and then you might cry mm-hmm. if you have any goddamn fucking heart in your body. <laughs> God, it's a great show. Everybody's great on it. It's infuriating how great these two, Rachel and Riser are. I hate it. The two R's. Mm-hmm. That's what I learned in reading, reading Riser and Rachel. That's what I learned. Great school. On behalf of the pop culture, he's looking over there. There's Garen Cockrell with that haircut that he still insists on wearing. Um, it looks good. I don't know. But didn't you said you're definitely not a haircut. You said you were gonna get a haircut. I need desperately to get a haircut. I don't think you do. I like the way it looks. It needs to get a little cleaning. It needs a little Gary, come on, we don't have time, man. (laughs) (laughs) It's gotta get a little, you know, lobster. Uh, A little uh, little castanets. Mm -hmm. Uh, there's the fur trader, Elliot Hoper, the Honcho Matt Bell Not Profane, Rachel Bloom. I'm Jimmy Pardo. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK forty seven, gone, not forgotten. Love Never Not Funny? For a second episode every week and video of every episode, plus bonus perks, sign up for a Platinum subscription at NeverNotFunny.com. Never Not Funny is executive produced by Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap. Video production by Elliot Hochberg. Production assistance by Garen Cockrell. Music by Daver and Watch It Burn. Copyright 2022 Never Not Funny, LLC.